everybody, and welcome to episode 559 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the Sarah V Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want to be the Your Name Here Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go oh. to patreon.com slash lasertime and join us at the $20 level, or join us at the $5 level if you want access to our bonus shows. If you're a long-time listener, you know the spiel, but who's joining me? We have Shriver Asset Flip, Chris Antista. <laughs> and nice, nice. Sundancer Matthew Allen. Oh, perfect. It's going to be an interesting week. We are starting to get into big, big new releases. Too uh, many new releases. Many. Slow down, Japan. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we had a, kind of a slow week last week with uh, Last of Us is, Part is, 2. Is this apocryphal to say? Uh, Japan does celebrate Christmas. Not exactly like mm-hmm. Americans do. Yeah. But it isn't really a gift-giving holiday. So this well, this whole, like... We're not allowed to talk about it. This isn't Vigigame Apocrypha, Chris. Sorry. We can only talk well, about it, Apocalypse. It's not, it's, not it's, it's They're not in a massive rush to reach some physical date and get their shit out by uh, holiday. I mean, I think that's the olden ways. I think worldwide at this point, the holiday season it is a big It has to be sales. better. It's a big <laughs> but thing. I think New Year is like the bigger holiday yeah. in Japan. Yeah. But like Christmas, Christmas in Japan is a little strange. They have the Kentucky Fried Chicken thing. Massive that's decorations. Well, well known. Like, yeah, massive decorations. Well, it's also more of like a date holiday. Mm-hmm. It's like Valentine's romantic Day. holiday. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, they get they get the week after New Year's off as opposed to like the week after Christmas, which a lot of companies in America get. So yes, mm-hmm. it's the same same time of year. It's because they're not celebrating like Chinese New Year, right? right. Which yes. is a few months later. So or the equinox. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. not uh, one of my entries, by the way. No. Yeah, we we should explain. So we are experimenting with another new format this week. Um, something we sort of tried earlier, but now we're going all in on it. Um, Matt, you, do you want to explain Matt this makes or do you us want fight. me to? Yeah. Uh, you want me to explain the format? Yes. Okay. So this is something if you are for our a patron. Top five. Yes. Well, no, for the entire show, I'm just going to. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, for, if you're a patron, you might be familiar with this format. So uh, fuck a game show. What I have decided to do instead, game shows are fun, but game shows just reward people who sit at home and memorize shit and fucking go outside nerd cue the sound of uh, touch some grass i'm never going outside um but what i like is debate i'm a master debater michael and Uh so um yeah what we do on the ordering every year on patreon.com slash laser time is we have a show where we come with our our top 10 entries of the year uh and we will then debate okay well what what makes the final list and, and in what order do we put all of these games in the final list? And I thought, you know, that could kind of be fun. So we've talked about this on Mike many times, like offline throughout the week, we typically have kind of a, a chat that we're in and we will, when Michael's putting together top five, we'll sort of do those debates via the chat in real time. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I'm like, we should record this because there's some good shit here. And sometimes we'll take digs at each other so, and be like, I can't believe you suggested that, blah, yeah. blah, blah, so blah, blah. So you're, you're taking that extra step of like, we started a podcast because like, hey, our conversations are pretty entertaining. The world's got to hear this, them. man. And now I'm you're like, our, our chats are also entertaining. Yes. Let's start recording those. Right. Well, once, once again, not putting a U, like a one hour YouTube essay on Michael every week is also my well, personal that's, goal. That's true. Yeah. That yeah. And it's, it's another way for me when we're talking new formats. And ways we're, we're trying to save some some of the prep time and stuff is like hey for this 
Michael doesn't necessarily need to play every top five entry to be able to do an essay on it. He doesn't necessarily need to pull a ton of sounds. It's very much just like, so what I, here's the way I wanted to run this is we will each come to the table with our own top five or top six suggestions, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't decide on five, I'm trying Run to cheat down. here. And then no, we will, what I, what I thought we'd do five. is kind of go round robin. We would mm-hmm. each offer an entry. Okay. We can then talk about it. Like, hey, do we think this has a chance of making a top five? We might call it out and be like, that one doesn't count because it, it's, you know, goes against the rules here. And, and since it's two against three, why doesn't if it doesn't get two votes, it's automatically out, and then we can whittle down to five. After yeah, that. yeah. And so what okay. we're hoping to do is we'll, we'll get all the entries on on a list, the ones that we think have a chance of making it, and then once we will say, okay, yeah, these are the top five, and then we'll put them in order. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about like well, what order would which one would be number five, which one would be number one that's most representative of the topic. Mm-hmm. And the topic okay. is wonderfully stupid yeah the topic came to us from dave diamond dog diamond dog dave rudden thank you again for for keeping the show afloat with your suggestions but (laughs) he came up with the idea of sequels that have a completely different name from Mm -hmm. the games that they follow from and we decided to be extra stringent with this it cannot have any of the same words so a, a good a good example might be bubble bobble which had its first two sequels were rainbow islands and Parasol Stars, both completely oh. different names, completely different characters because the bubble dragons are uncursed and become just weird yeah. giant-eyed boys. And there is eventually a bubble up bubble too. Yeah, yeah. And but but those both have Rainbow Islands is subtitled The Story of Bubble Bobble Two. Parasol Stars mm. is the story of Bubble Bobble Three. So those don't count. But yeah, yeah. Any any time where a subtitle appears, or like the most obvious example I gave here that I'm like, I just want to lay it out this dis- disqualified is Yoshi's Island because mm. I think even though a lot of people refer to it as Yoshi's Island, the full name of that game on the box is what Yoshi's Super Island Mario, Super Mario World, World Two, and right. so that disqualifies Yoshi's Story. Um, yes, yes, and, and, and anything, that, like but, the. The Mario okay. series in general, like, pulled all my fast and loose shenanigans, like, ah, shit. But, <laughs> but here's, here. here's one thing that I want, I did want to count, um, mm-hmm. is a lot of the time in Japan, they will carry the same name forward, because maybe a, a series like, okay, yeah, people know what this yeah. is, so and- this is. This is like the opposite of our our topic last week. Or the week before, whenever it was, with the eights. The bad one? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is very much like, like, yeah, but just because maybe in Japan they carry the same name, or anywhere overseas, in the U.S., like, if they if they had different names, and my theory there a lot of the time was either, A, there was some legal reason they couldn't continue a game name uh, in the U.S., or B, they were like, well, no one really played the first one anyway, so getting a sequel with the same name doesn't do much for us. Let's try with an all-new name. So yeah, We do not have insightful reasons necessarily for why these names were changed. We're not that kind of show. Uh, we'll sometimes just sometimes about I the found the reasons. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, I would look it sometimes up and find, find the reason. reason. Yeah, yeah. If it's and easy, uh, if it's we're, we're trying to get the top five game sequels with totally different names. There's, there's the topic. There yeah, it is. Yeah. That's succinct. Or as I it, it suggested to you guys, a sequel by any other name. Mm. Oh. To quote Shakespeare. Hate it. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> I hate it and I have nothing else to suggest and I embody the entire internet. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one then, Matt. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. In, in the round robin style, I'm just going to throw out so again, we're going to throw out one entry. If you have anything to say about the series, that's when you make the suggestion, you know, it's like if you want to explain anything about it, do so now. So for example, 
I'm going to start with one that you guys may say doesn't count. I'm just going to put it out there of like, hey, you guys might eliminate this one because it's 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 got a storied, a, a weird, a checkered past, mm-hmm. as it were. And I'm going to use the name that um, I called it growing up as a kid. I don't know what the actual pronunciation is. I'm just going to go out and say it. So uh, Gradius mm-hmm. is a Ooh. series by Konami that... It's kind of, okay, first of all, it's in theory a spiritual successor to a game named Scramble. The immediate oh, sequel Force, that was right. marketed, that was the sequel that was marketed in the States as the sequel to Gradius is Salamander Except slash Life Force, Life Force right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there is like Nemesis, and then, but there is a Gradius 2 that I think eventually came to the US, but wasn't immediately it, in the US. So it, like, it was Japan only, and Famicom for a while, and I think one of the reasons it was Japan only is because it had a special chip in it. It would have mm. cost more money to manufacture in the U.S. So then eventually they had Salamander 2s. They had Nemesis 2s. So they have eventually they were like, well, we kind of have three different franchises that are all running in parallel. But it started, the easiest example is like Greatest, which is probably one of, at least I played a shit ton of this. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Me, to me, mm-hmm. it's one of the Life biggest sellers yeah. on, on NES yeah. was Greatest. Life Force especially, like that's, Very I'm, I'm not much of a, a shooter slash shmup fan. But that one I played the shit out of. Like, was that was awesome. a ton of fun. It was two-player. Yeah, it had the Konami code. It was mm-hmm. gross. Oh, yeah. You're fighting through a body pre-Abidox mm-hmm. rules. And, and the, the hallmark of the series, a lot of the stuff that carried forward was more, you know, like gameplay, right? It was like, oh, the, the ability to do this, with the, to upgrade the weapons or stuff. Like, that's what they were bringing to the shmup formula. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so I'm going to throw Gradius out there as, like, it's a strong maybe because eventually, like I said, it did go back to Gradius 2, but not in the States. They marketed Salamander as yeah, I the was, as I was going to flex and throw in Galaga here. Because uh, that might be one of my the, options as because well. Because it, it also has a, the stupidest naming convention ever. Both of those franchises serve as templates of how not to market a franchise and get it off the ground. Well, Galaga <laughs> itself is the sequel to... Galaxian, Galactian. which yeah. is the original game. That was actually, I mean, is, is, so is that your, so no. first off, to backtrack real quick, so are you guys cool like putting Gradius as a maybe or do you think it no, might I, make I would vote. I would happily vote Gradius into the final category, only because I'm going to tank some of this shit just okay. to get some sound effects out. Okay. Uh, Michael, are you a yay or a nay on Gradius? Um, this is just should it be considered? I think contenders, yeah, contenders. This is not we're not making the and then final we'll figure game. out the oh, five okay. after this. I see, I see. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Chris, did you you, you mention one? I mean, that might as well be one. If no, you're I don't want. I don't want that one. I have a okay. new one that I only discovered today. Okay, go of ahead. This silly topic. I am a huge fan of NBA Jam, and I never ever heard mm. of College Slam. This the actual sequel to NBA Jam. Given that it was uh, it was from a claim who's not Midway and didn't have the NBA license. But if you play that uh, 1-1 sound effect, Michael... Today's matchup, Golden Bears versus Seminoles! It's Is that Florida col- State versus the California Golden Bears? Yeah, right I, I, I don't know why that mattered to me so much, but I played a ton of, like... You know, I played a ton of sports games back in the day, and it was always really important. We didn't have a pro team, so it was always neat to see your team represented. That's literally my alma mater... And it wasn't in the ACC at the time, so it's not in that Super Nintendo NCAA game. Uh, I didn't know this ever existed, but Acclaim, basically through Iguana, who ported the NBA Jam game to consoles, they made a sequel. It looks exactly the same as the same announcer. He's heating up! I think he gets struck by lightning. Listen, But they college up the VO. Listen to these sounds. Delivers the thesis! 
He delivers the thesis. That's <laughs> ridiculous. And, I, I and, can't believe you're going with this college one, though, because, like, the the obvious answer there more is, like, NBA Hangtime is the actual sequel to NBA Jam that Midway care. used that naming. Right? Only so good thing about that game is the theme song and Dan Amrick. A college slam is where it's at. But, I mean, it, that counts, too, right? So this series sort of doubly counts because it, it went to NBA well, Jam to the college thing to NBA Hang Time because Acclaim got NBA Jam. And let's just say they weren't good stewards of many brands. Let's vote on it. I say no. It doesn't belong in the final. <laughs> you suggested list. it. <laughs> I know. I, because I just assumed you guys would suggest the stuff I really think belongs in here. And I have I, faith that you will. I don't think this a sports game is going to make this list. I, too, say no. Well, Get it out of here. I vote. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I, that's a no I, I think he said the Phi Beta Slam. slam. I think he, said, he did say Phi Beta Slam. Uh, <laughs> but did that mean yes or no for me? That's a no. That's a no. A, a slam whatever, run, Michael, typically means yes, it's a sure thing. Whatever it is. is I didn't know it is, what it was. Been, <laughs> whatever like, it is is illegal now. Uh-huh. Yeah, Phi Beta Slam. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. sounds like a shot. We don't it do sounds that like, anymore. It sounds like the name we, we named some kind of shot. Yeah. yeah, I have I have some. If you guys start throwing out my shit, I have some stuff to just throw the whole game. So, Michael, okay. your suggestion. Mike, Michael's okay. turn. Uh, my suggestion is the the suggestion that inspired the list from Dave, uh, Ghoul Patrol, which was of course the sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and oh. I'm not sure why it got a completely different name other than that. It was originally not supposed to be a sequel. It was licensed to a third-party developer. They licensed the engine to do a completely other type of game. But ultimately, LucasArts sort of took over, and working through this Malaysian developer, they developed it as a sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbor. It has the same two characters, same basic structure. You're running around top-down levels, shooting monsters and rescuing civilians who are in various predicaments. It's fun. It's not as good as the original or as well-remembered, but like, hey, we got a sequel to it, and it was pretty good. I mean, I I hadn't even thought of that one, uh, so I have no objections. Like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I know... I feel like I Zombies Ate no. My Neighbors is way more <laughs> remembered, more fondly mm-hmm. remembered. Like, I, I don't hear a lot of people talking about Ghoul Patrol, but yeah, no, no issues for me. I don't know that it'll hang... I mean, I have some killer... I, this here, is this this is a franchise is that encompasses the entire series, so two games with totally different names. Yeah, but it, well, okay. Uh, I'd I'd say for me, we'd leave it in the contenders list for now, and we'll see if it can keep up with the rest of the contenders. Well, that must be a yes right. vote from you and Michael, because I'm a big no on the Cool Patrol. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I've never played it for the record. Yeah, it does sound like a sequel to the Ghoulies, the movie. Yeah, they're, the, they're really the, the main characters are a little bit older. You get sexier high school versions of them. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's one that, again, Chris, only has two entries unless you count a spiritual successor. This is, again, one that I'm like, this is sort of on the bubble. You guys may say no, but I want to recognize these amazing games. So a little developer named Harmonix released a um, game called Frequency uh, on the PS2 uh, era, which was an amazing game, which kind of like in Tempest style, you're inside a tunnel and you're doing different note tracks that correspond to different instruments or tracks in a song. And you can kind of remix songs in real time, depending on which ones you choose to hit the buttons or not. It's sequel, Amplitude, amplitude. which is a play on words because frequency and mm-hmm. amplitude are both parts of a sound wave, kind of took you out of that tunnel and just put the different note tracks. But I, I thought it was a far superior sequel. I loved it. But both games, had Failed they not been some kind goals. of... 
<laughs> well, they, they didn't sell that well, but if they didn't exist, a little thing called Rock Band probably, or well, first yeah. Guitar Hero and then Rock Band never would have come to be. But Frequency and Amplitude, to me, I loved both of those games. And, and the fact that you could kind of tell they were related, but they were, you know, it's totally yeah. different names. So this is on my list too, actually. And you could take oh. it even further and say uh, Rock Band Unplugged and Rock Band Blitz were further, not... They, they were spiritual successors. They were yeah, sequels Blitz. in all but name. Yeah. Well, Blitz I just remember if you got good at those games, they talk about synthesia, I believe, is the thing for Rez, where it's like you'll feel the music. Like your hands. I could do shit with the controller with my hands that I've never been able to do in any other game. Like it was it was like playing an instrument, like how good you had to be with map mm-hmm. and all those buttons. And it was the shoulder buttons tapping from track to track. And then like, yep. oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and then, I, I feel and then like of course, there was the Amplitude it, reboot in 2016. Oh, I don't. I totally forgot about that. Huh. I feel like if we both had it on our list, yeah. it at least goes on the contenders. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter about my no vote then. It goes yeah. on the contenders. <laughs> okay. Also, only, also only... both of those two early games let you make freaks, F-R-E-Q, which mm-hmm. was your avatar in the game. It didn't really do anything, but like, hey, look, I made a little guy. I was a super freak uh-huh. with a Q. Uh, Chris, well, you, you're, you're no to everything, so give us one of your yeses. Then. I have one that I think... You will be ashamed by the 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 words and deeds. The sequels and name only you have voted in so far. Okay, ashamed because okay. my entry is very very technically both Final Fight and Street Fighter. Yeah, I I said that. I said so that. What you're gonna explain? Deny me? Explain. I mean, I know that the history of one was meant to be a Final Fight game, or I get it confused. Right? It was. Like, it, was it was. They were supposed to make a sequel to Street Fighter. Yeah, it was originally uh, Street Fighter '89, but Street Fighter wasn't popular, so they Street Fight they 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 named it Street Fighter '89, and then decided to rip off this other game called Double Dragon. We'll take the same types of characters mm-hmm. and we'll put them not competitively against one another. We'll put them into uh, a belt scroller, a beat 'em up, a side scroller. One of my favorite genres. And and then, if if you really want me to get granular about it, because I don't know that Street Fighter One well at all, but Street Fighter One to me always seemed like super Asian, and Final Fight seemed super American. Mm-hmm. And then when Street Fighter Two came out, I think those bled together. And although they don't cross over at that point, they start crossing over as soon as 1993. And Final Fight 2. Final Fight 2. counts because... Hmm. If you don't think it counts, then take it up with Street Fighter 6, which counts it literally retroactively in the goddamn franchise. But Street Fighter 89 was only a working title. It was never released as Street Fighter 89. It doesn't matter. Those universes ended up folding into one another, like, within... like 18 months of their release, they became part of the same franchise. I think for this list, it matters because we're talking about things that were released that changed names, like not working title stuff, right? I that was not in that was not in the EULA, EULA agreement I read to do this podcast. <laughs> uh, and first, I brought evidence with my mm. second sound clip. They have been crossing over for much longer than you think. As long as the Mad Gear Gang's got my daughter, I'm powerless to stop them. That's why I've asked Ryu and Ken to help out. Actually, Oscar. it was their idea. Ryu. I can't wait out there no more. When do we get Jessica? Hey, I tried to stop him. The, what the yeah, fuck is that's, that, that's, that's that's Cody, and the guy who sounds very American is Guy. Uh, <laughs> that is that is the technically the last episode of Street Fighter the U.S. series. So I know that they've blended the world. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. to me, it's not. It is. It the is a bit retroactive. It's a bit retroactive, but from the sequel to both. Street Fighter 2 and, and Final Fight 2, 
those characters start showing up and those characters become playable within like uh, three years and they have been through the, throughout the majority of the franchise. I, I'm going to vote no on a technicality, Michael. What do you think? I oh. mean, I, I think Final Fight's more of a spinoff than a sequel. Like, you it doesn't seem right to call it a sequel. Fuckers. You motherfucker. All right, I, mean, I'll see, I, I see Final how this Fight. goes. I love Street Fighter. Just, hey, yeah, look, you're just turning me against you already. They're as if games. I haven't been an asshole qualify. this whole time. Don't qualify. <laughs> Michael's ter- Michael, I, so those are two no's. It doesn't make the contender list. Could have been assholes. a contender. We love the games, but it doesn't count for this list. Different Everybody list. unsubscribe. Different list. <laughs> Michael. Uh, Super C. Sequel to oh, High C. Oh, yeah, popular yeah, children's yeah. drink. Uh, no, Super C was, for whatever reason, Super Contra. Uh, yeah. I, I I have not found an explanation for why the title was shortened to just Super C. That's where game naming conventions were going, thanks to the Super Nintendo. It had yeah. to be Super. But, but it, well, but, it's not the it Super part, Contra. it's the C. Why is it not Contra? Yeah. Or maybe they were following Nintendo's lead. Yeah, the only Mario thing that I can Mario. think of is that Contra was becoming more controversial thanks to Iran-Contra, which was a big scandal at the time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That would have been late '80s, early '90s, I guess. Yeah. It's it's only been the last like three years of my life where I hear Iran Contra scandal, and I don't think about Contra. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. You look up Contra, you have to dig to find the rebel militias that went up against the the Sandinista government in Nicaragua. Right. Like, that's right. been buried by the popularity of the video Hell game yeah. franchise. I well, this is. I, I'm, I mean, definitely Contra to Super C counts, but I mean, later on in the series, they had hardcore rising. So you, you even get like a double whammy with the same franchise, right? Because they like changed the name. Or is that one considered a spiritual successor? Or is it official Wait, canon which, which Contra? Which one? What do you... Uh, hardcore? Was it Hardcore yeah. Rising? Is that hard, the thing? Hardcore rising? Uprising is a sequel or prequel, sorry, to Contra Hardcore, which was kind of a spinoff. It's it's they, this, it's like what Castlevania Bloodlines is to Castlevania. It's like maybe maybe you could call it part of the mainline series. Maybe not. Um, it was never on a Nintendo platform, and that's where most of Contra was early on. Mm. But yeah, you had you had on on Nintendo you had Contra, uh, Super C, Contra Force, which was a spinoff, and then getting into Super Nintendo, then we got Contra Three. Contra. Three. So we knew Super Alien Contra, Wars. Super C was the sequel. I think it counts. What I'm saying is, I'm agreeing with you, this series has done it a few times where they just can't stick with Contra and a number. They, mm-hmm. they, they do weird names. So yeah, I, I'd put it on the contenders list. Contra is pretty cool. Do we have anything but my entries that haven't made the fucking contenders <laughs> list? Fuck you guys. All right, I got you, one that you probably... You voted no on the first entry. You can't be that pissed off. I, I loved got, it. I, I was giving it to you guys. That's my favorite game of the entire episode so far. I got one that probably will make slant. it. You guys will You guys will probably discount it because I don't think it's major enough. But it was confusing enough to me to put on here. So hmm. Soul Blade was mm-hmm. a game for no. the PlayStation that um, was called Soul Edge in Japan. But then all of the sequels since have been Soul Calibur mm-hmm. with a number after it. And I looked into this. I'm like, what was the deal, with, first of all, with Blade and Edge and then why they didn't continue either one of those? So the Edge thing, apparently there was some developer who... Tim Langdell. Had the rights to just the Edge in Word, a use yes. in, in a game. Yes. Yeah, so uh, so they, Bandai Namco, I think this is, decided... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, can we, we can't use Edge in the name out, you know, they had it in Japan, but not outside. I don't know why they did Blade 2 Caliber. Uh, I guess they wanted a unifying name that went worldwide across yeah, all well, markets. So I, that's where they Soul Caliber realizing like that's supposed to, that's a riff on Excalibur. So mm-hmm. right, Soul Caliber. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. And and only only to poop on you as you did on me. Mm. I have no confusion here. Just because other than like yeah. the intro, I wasn't totally blown away by Soul Blade and then what, I didn't never cared about the franchise until it became Soul Calibur where it is not confusing except for where they intercap and space the word because technically oh, yeah. several times it has been Cal it's been different. Yeah, or yeah, Soul yeah. Calibur or Soul Calibur one word, Soul mm. Calibur intercapped. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, would you uh, would you have discounted Final Fight and Street Fighter for having the word fight in it? Would you have said that doesn't count? No, no, count? no, because it okay, wasn't just, just a checking. word. We're, we're I'm saying, checking for later. But I, 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 I would subtitles. discount this for having soul because that, Me that is kind too. of... Me too. The word you thing made is the a rules. new rule. No, that's a new rule Michael introduced as we were recording. I was saying it can't be a subtitled of the original franchise. Like, it can't mm. be... So Super I could have Mario I Brothers put, colon whatever. Son of a bitch. So I could have had Donkey Kong ninety four in here. Donkey Kong was on was was on my list if you if you if you want to put up. But, but first of all, yeah, do that's you guys like say that's like saying nay? Secret of Mana is is or Trials of Mana would count because it's a different word for exactly Secret of Mana. shenanigans. Mm. No, it's voted down. <laughs> okay, so Soul the Soul Blade out of here. Cool, not a contender. Like I said, I threw it out knowing you guys would probably kill it. All right, so okay. What's you you mentioned Donkey Kong? So explain. Make no, I don't case. want Donkey Kong. I'm, that's not what I'm putting in. I'm putting in here a game that you might discount because of the word that is included. But I would argue the way it is included is not the same. Okay. And that would be Rocket League from Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cards. Yes, that, that I, is I've the most substantial a, yeah. upgrade. Completely different game name, and Rocket Powered was kind of hyphenated to be one word. You know what I'm talking about. I, I just to, be Rocket. The League. word thing is not my rule. That is just Michael's <laughs> rule. I'm not going to. Well, vote I, I think I think with Soul Caliber, like Soul is like the the identifier. Okay, like you that's could gonna, you could change Caliber okay. to something else, and if it's Soul, if it starts with Soul, you still recognize it as part of the. Franchise. That's gonna tr- you're gonna try to discount one of my future choices that Chris mm-hmm. is gonna team up with and against you on with me on that one. But anyway, okay. so okay. Soul Galaxy, Soul Sunshine, Soul Brothers, nothing it would with be all the same. Soul, well, maybe. <laughs> Actually, I guess with so damn it, damn it. All right, but um, wait. Going back to this, uh, the car game. Sure, uh, yeah. That 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 Rocket League was a almost a fully formed product. I mean, the the word "rocket" is almost a a footnote in that first uh, title. So, but but is Rocket League regarded as an official sequel to that game, or is it known more as a spiritual successor? Dude, it is. Rocket-powered RC cars playing soccer by the same developer. (laughs) Like it's just that somebody finally told them. Your name is stupid. They're even like, you can call it S-A-R-P-B-C-R. Yeah. No. It's like they were like, going that's for an acronym, like a good acronym that they didn't get. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then to, to come up with Rocket League after that and kind of change the face of casual multiplayer, I, don't, I shouldn't even throw casual in there. Like Rocket League, despite being bought by Epic and <laughs> thrown away, was one of my favorite games of the last generation. So yeah, that's my case. And it's better than Gradius. Boom! Oh, why did I insult Matt? I got to insult Michael now. Yeah, I, I, yeah. For me, that's like, yeah, this. I guess it qualifies, but I'm not a huge ah! like stan of either game, so ah. it's a no for me because I think there's better entries. But I'll leave it to Michael to say yay or nay. Uh, I think Chris needs a win. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm this just gonna put Rocket general. League. I want to put Rocket League in the notes because I can't remember the name of the original yeah. game it came from. So. If, if, if one of you would have said it, I was throwing in uh, Peter Pepper's Ice Cream Factory, the okay. Burger Time sequel. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, the, fuck. forgot all about God, that. God, that one. game sucks. <laughs> wow. Now, Peter uh, Pepper—that's the thing to, to focus on. 
Well, uh, since you did frequency amplitude, I'm going to move in one from my maybe list. Okay. Uh, this is another one Dave mentioned. Disaster report. Oh, uh, man. Known in Japan as uh, Zetai Zetsume Toshi, which is the, it means uh, the desperate city, and it continues in that vein in Japan. But disaster report became raw danger with an exclamation. And then we didn't get the third disaster report game, and because uh, it was a PSP exclusive, I think. And then we we got the fourth one as disaster report for summer memories. I have no memory of any of these <laughs> games. What the hell are these games? So disaster report is a game about trying to survive in a disaster stricken city with earthquakes and tumbling buildings flooding. and stuff like yeah, flooding stuff like that. So. Uh, I never really got into them, but it was some, something I was always interested in. Well, that's what I asked. Are we whipping out our most obscure entries? Or I the don't ones think that it's obscure. No, no, no. For me, I, I tried to keep things that are both well-known games so that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, yeah, that was a sequel to that. So. Yeah. And then that's why, for me, this is just a no, because, again, I haven't heard of either of these games. But, really? Uh, huh. Made a I haven't played, definitely way haven't played back in the PS2 game. era. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's a no for me, dog. Just because right. I they're not well known enough to me, Chris. It's up to you. Do you uh, I hate just... Matt right now, so I'm going to say yes to Michael and try and form <laughs> at least one alliance. Okay, Matt enough. is against Fair me. Enough. Like the Democrats are against mm-hmm. me because of my malarkey well, free campaign. I'm going to go out with one that I know you guys will uh, both uh, say no to now that you created this rule that I didn't agree to. So. <laughs> Demon Souls is oh, a on. PlayStation exclusive franchise that is clearly the predecessor to its sequel, Dark Souls. And the reason they had to change the Dark Souls is because PlayStation owns the Demon the, Souls. The name. only reason I didn't put that on here is because I thought the name was discounted. Nope. So now for me, it was it was like it's it's a different name for the franchise. It, it's clear they did that to make you think of like, oh yes, this must be a successor. But then there, technically, you might even be able to say. They did it again because Elden Ring has nothing to do with any souls, dark or demon. Yeah, Elden, I would have. If I were you, I would have chosen Elden Ring for that because the Dark Souls name it got it made a huge splash with hardcore gamers, many of whom were PC gamers. And then when they announced Dark Souls, it's going to be on all three platforms instead of a PlayStation exclusive. So all these types of gamers had these this reason to be excited. So Dark Souls was an instant success. I think like, the reason I didn't instant. choose Elden Ring is a they have. They were trying to market it a little bit differently, like, hey, we have the R.R. Martin tie-in, but also, like, we don't know if Elden Ring is sort of a spin-off, like, this is open world, and they're going to go back to, like, a Dark, a Dark Souls 5 or something. Or they're going to pull a fucking Alan Wake 2 and yeah. mesh it in with Armored Core. But I, I did put all three when I when I listed the names. I'm like, hey, this is a franchise that sort of needs to find an identity at this I, point. I think these are three different series, honestly. Like, I think Demon Souls is sort of a proto-Dark Souls in kind of the same way that, like, Kingsfield is a predecessor to Demon Souls and Dark Souls. They're not really sequels. It's just like, this is the follow-up in that same vein. Dude, Demon's and I, Souls I feel plays like, exactly like Dark Souls 1, though. It like, it's like, yeah, it's the same th- I mean, I'm not saying there's they're not similar, but they're also, it's it's more of a spiritual successor than a sequel. Well, only but only because Sony owned the Demon Souls name and they had mm. to change it up, right? Like, I'd, I'd say Bloodborne is a spiritual successor. Like, Dark Souls is meant to be... You know what? That's the follow-up. Matt, I'm going to vote for it, but I'm going to need you on my next one. Okay. All right. I'm Let's pulling up the stops here. You already listed one that I would have 
been on board with you for had you stuck to it because it's on Galaxian over Final Fight eat my dick I don't want you on my Galaga side. is one of the <laughs> most popular games of all time and that by the way and that's that series, what matters to Matt people popularity that's that's, that's right it's a popularity it's contest. a popular rug pattern called Sawtooth by the uh, way have you ever I mean this is what debating is there's facts don't matter in debates they're popularity it's true. contests it's, it's does your, where's your heart? How loud can you yell? It's it's who and, seems and who seems. I will yell here to defend Bioshock. Okay. Oh, Bioshock. One word, bitch. Don't even try it. <laughs> I'd never. I've never played <laughs> some a, inner capping, maybe or no. It well, I, I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> okay. Okay. But Bioshock is the only reason the majority of the world will ever hear a System Shock. Because that That's was its true. pedigree when it came out. That Ken Levine cannot make this series anymore. Because who is sitting on it? EA or something like that? Uh, so he's this making he's making a spiritual sequel with a similar name that everybody gets. Bioshock is the sequel. It's totally a sequel. I think the setting, though, is so different. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one's in space. The, the other setting's one is- hugely different. The gameplay is hugely different. About- I'm saying this heartfeltedly. Mm-hmm. Never having played System Shock. <laughs> okay, it's it's. But you you just said it though in your description. It is the spiritual successor more. It's not a. Tr- I said spiritual sequel. Bioshock is a spiritual sequel. Who says they they aren't happening sequel. simultaneously? Uh, One of my favorite quotes I mean, back when the the I mean, MCU was different and uh, Fox had to do different stuff and the Deadpool director. Someone's like, was that a Hell Carrier in, in Deadpool? He's like, uh, no, because it legally can't be. Hmm. It looked like it. But it isn't. <laughs> but it, but I'm, it isn't. I'm going to give it to you, but I think it'll fall off when we go to actually pick yeah. our five out of there. So All right, a bunch of people hate Bioshock. Shit. Cool. There's no reason to like Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, that's what this means. We hate no, There's no reason. Yeah, it means no we reason. hate all these games. Uh, Michael, I don't think you it's a are sequel. Up. All right. The game known as Secret of Mana is a sequel to a game that was released in the U.S. as Final Fantasy Adventure. Adventure. Oh, and yeah, Mystic yeah, Quest yeah. in Europe. Uh, it yeah. was a Zelda-style top-down action RPG. The, Man, that's a good one. Known as Seiken Densetsu in Japan, which means Legend of the Sacred Sword, which is probably why the 2003 remake was called Sword of Mana. But yeah, before they made it a, a distinct series with its own brand recognition, it was it was one of two uh, Final Fantasy spin-off games put on Game Boy Final Fantasy Adventure. And Final Fantasy Legend, which was the first saga game. And right. Romancing the, Saga. Those saga both Frontier. count. Those both count. Like Harkening both. back to that kind of desperation, like, uh, well, this series is even less well-known than our other series, but Final Fantasy is still well more well-known than this yeah. other series. <laughs> exactly. But it's not a success yet. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And Final yeah, Fantasy I, I, Legend also, even though as weird as it is, like that was Square Enix's first game to crack a million copies, according to crazy. Wikipedia. Yeah. This, this, this is... I mean, both of those polls right there, Michael, they count for me in the, as one entry. So, uh, yeah, for me, this is a yes, for sure. Like, All this right. goes on. Unless... Fine. This is going to be so so hard to whittle down. I know. I know. That's the point. That's the fun. That's mm-hmm. the fun. Okay, so this and... one, I've been, we've mentioned it a few times. I just want to get it out there. I think Galaxian sla- to Galaga. Galaga, <laughs> to Galaga. Has, some people call it Galaga, which I think is mm-hmm. wrong. What? But whatever. I mean, I do on purpose. It, 
And then its sequel. The, do you know what the sequel to Gal? Get, oh yeah, it's, like, it's something completely different. Gap Plus, I think. Gap Plus, yeah, Gap Plus. So, and then there is Galaga eighty eight, Galaxy. Then there was then there's Galaxy and three Project Dra- Dragon. They they go. There's Attack of the Zolgear is the next entry in there. Like they were all over the place. That they thought those games were distinguishable enough to be separate franchises it shows you the hubris of the 80s but i mean it's it's like the logo looks very similar but they mm-hmm. they do that to me this counts because it's like yeah those are completely different names and if you mm. didn't know which came first you might you might think galaxian is a sequel to galaga because galaga was way more prominent uh even though galaxian came first yeah. is this your fifth uh no i no, still have number, one more to throw out fourth. yeah or Hmm, I'm trying to be uh use strategery here. Um I mean I love it, so I'll just say yeah. Yeah. But I sure. hate Matt, so I want to say no. <laughs> I mean this one to me is like yeah, that, that, uh, that was my one arcade entry. Well, then I will vote for my last actual favorite. Then okay. there are things I, I have on my list that I think deserve to be in here, they're just not my favorites. Oh yeah. But the whole Ghost and Goblin series, mm-hmm. however you want to slice it. It Ghouls doesn't matter. Going to Ghosts and Goblins to Demon's Crest. Yeah. That like Well the, then from Demon's Crest to what's it's called? Um no, the it, Demon's Demon's Crest sequel is called something else too, isn't it? No, it's, Demon's uh, Crest is the final sequel, but it was Gargoyle's yeah. Quest. It's Gargoyle's Demon, Quest. And Demon's Crest from Gargoyle's Quest. Yeah. Uh, totally. it's, so that's it's all over this series. So But like, you know, if even if you got like a torrent of ROMs, the vibe and characters of this game is are unmistakable. They are sequels. Yeah, and uh, all of them are. I, and, I didn't put this one because I knew you guys would probably come to the table with it. And for me, it was a sure thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I thought Bioshock would series. be that for me. <laughs> it turns out you guys hate it. God, I hate this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love this one. No, this one's this one. I'm 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 voting yes yeah. for as well. It's, Same. It's, oh god, I'm, the one I wanted the least. Fine, that one. Gets in there. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the most de- obvious. Demons Crest is a great game. Ghosts and Goblins is a great. Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Those are all distinctive games. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, they switch heroes at one point. Well, fucking Maximo. You could Max- say I Maximo. I have Maximo in there as well. Maximo to glory. Maximo 2 just turned 20, and I thought oh that God. was a fun little series, but I never really saw, like, why would you take the name Ghosts and Goblins out of it and expect people to make that connection for themselves in a pre-internet world? Was it the same publisher? No I thought maybe it was, it was a... No, they were, it was they were Capcom, but I think, I think it was made in, I want to say Canada? It's like it's a Western developed uh, Ghosts mm. and Goblins spinoff, so I'm sure they didn't want them to have the name. The, the no. connection being, you have hearts on your underwear, but yeah. they were. It was created, I believe, to to be like a 3D Ghosts and Goblins. They just didn't bother bestowing it with a name. All right, so uh, Demon's so, Crest in particular yeah. is one of my favorite yeah. Super Nintendo games. Yeah, there's a there's a shoe in for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, you're you're up. Day of the Tentacle sequel oh, to oh, Maniac yeah. Mansion. That was the yeah. one I thought would be the no-brainer. Yeah, but I don't care about this game. What, <laughs> I, I was find it to be unplayable. I don't, was, 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 was there a third, there a third one? one? I don't think so. no. No, it was well, just well there wasn't like a wait. There was a Day of the Tentacle too, wasn't there? No. I thought. I thought. Yeah, I thought maybe you might be confusing it with Psychonauts. I don't know. I am not, but I'm also don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. This is what winging it feels like. Yeah, so Day of the Tentacle was a continuation of Maniac Mansion, taking some of the characters, Bernard Bernoulli, the the nerd from Maniac Mansion, and uh, then you have Dr. Fred Edison and uh, the Green Tentacle, the Purple Tentacle, 
like it more of the bad guys really from from the first game but uh, mm. they were all being mm. manipulated by an evil meteor anyway spoilers yeah, i hadn't so. even thought of that one that's a good one that mm-hmm. is a good one that's a definite maybe for me i'm gonna go my last one here that uh, this we is didn't vote scene. on it i i said yes and so if we said okay. two if you two said were maybe three, right no no i said that's a shoe in okay yeah, I mean, that was on my it. list. I thought, yeah, I thought oh, it would be a right, shoe-in okay. as well. Well, then, yeah. Well, if it's on two lists, it's a shoe-in. So this one has done it a few times. And again, this is more of a, as it came to the West versus in Japan situation. But Shinobi mm. has done this a few times. The Fucking sequel Shadow to Dancer. the arcade Shinobi was Shadow Dancer. And then on the PS2, the follow-up to Shinobi PS2, it did star a different hero, but was Nightshade. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So so I, I think Shinobi, for me, counts... If we're willing to do the international thing. Yeah. I agree. So do I. We have so many. We have have like 10 to go through. But not for me, because my, the only two things I whittled down here that I give a shit about. I love that Garu Mark of the Wolves has a character named Butt. Mm -hmm. Entertains me all the time. Yep. But uh, I really find myself, how about this? What would you rather vote for? Dynamite Cop or Rise of Kasai and Mark of Kree? Oh, Die Hard man. Arcade and Dynamite Cop, Rise of Kasai, Mark. Rise of Kasai is a really good pull. On the other hand, I hate that game. <laughs> Mark of Kree was so Mark much of Kree better. Is really yeah, good Mark of Kree is really good. Mark of Kree is way better. Yeah. Uh, why don't I just kill myself and just everyone vote <laughs> no? We can on kill both. those entries. We can kill those entries yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Michael, do you All have right. a last one? I thought that was the last one. We've, oh, did we've you go through your five? five? Okay, yeah. okay. Although yeah. oh, I will say... Right, I took one of yours with I, frequency. Yeah, I, I backed off of this, um, but I just want to throw it out there because somebody will fume if we don't. Uh, Soul Blazer, Illusion of Gaia, and Terranigma yeah. um, are, yes. are often brought up as sequels, but really they are just... They are a loosely connected series of spiritual successors that are united by common themes, but aren't really sequels. Uh, but they have I'm like the same final boss more. or something like that? Do they? Uh, yeah, like they shared a boss. I'm, I'm going to mention two more that we will get raked over the coals if we don't say, but I would never vote for these because one is a series I don't like. So Mist to Riven, I don't give a shit about. Uru! Uru for life! <laughs> um, and then Dave actually, I think, gave us this suggestion, and I love the series, but I don't know if it technically counts as a sequel. So Metropolis Street Racer mm-hmm. was called that when it was on the Dreamcast, which then became Project Gotham Racing when Bizarre took that to the Xbox, which... Technically, then had a spiritual successor to Blur of Blur, but I, I don't know. Like for me, I think it had to do with who was publishing it, and that's why they had the different names. Yep. And so, uh, probably. But I, I love I, those. I games. really wanted to get like the Rush San Francisco Rush series in here, but they mm. all contained the word Rush, Rush, so I did not. And yet, that, never had Rush in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Big miss. Big miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the trees are screaming bloody murder, and the tigers rake across the asphalt. <laughs> You jump your car off the hill in the morn. Uh, Tell right. physics to go fuck themselves. So let's go through this list and let's be brutal. So do we think Gradius can hang in the top five? No. Why, why don't you read off the list first? All right, here we go. Here's the, here's the list of the maybes right now. I already removed one that Chris gave me that I'm like, this isn't going to hang. I removed Demons to Dark Souls because of the technicality. So mm. Gradius, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Frequency, Contra, Rocket League, Disaster Report, System Shock. Might as well remove that one right now. What? Just saying. Uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, Galaxian, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins. I forget which came first. I'm, I just put Ghosts and Goblins. Ghouls and Ghosts there. was the sequel. Uh, Maniac Mansion, 
and Shinobi. And of course, I just listed off the first the first version and all those. I think the ones I suggested, although I don't remember what they are, are the best. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if any of yours made this list. And I two think of them Rocket, did. League, Rocket League made the list. Rocket League, for sure. Two of them did. I you, Did you want me to stand up for Akari Wars and, and Guerrilla War? Would that have gotten in there? And- that that might have actually. Yeah, Guerrilla War, it. originally known as Guevara, yeah, because Guevara, it was about yeah. Castro and Che Guevara <laughs> fighting. It was stupidly Cuba. the first game we Nintendo game we thought we saw blood in because they mm. shaded the explosions red. Ah, Bloody, clever. we thought Guerrilla War was. All right, so let's let's go down one by one. Let's say let's be brutal, yay or nay. Does, does Gradius count because it did eventually get those numbered sequels? No. Um, you know, I, I love it, but I don't know that it can hang with the rest of these. Okay. I will delete. Deleting Gradius. Sorry to see you go. Love that game. And for all you folks at home that are like, it's Gradius. It's Gradius. I don't give a shit. Go outside, touch grass. I mean, Stop it. I, if I were to guess, it's I, I, I've always suspected it might be like Gladius, like the the sword, but, uh, but it's mm. got like the sword that the Romans used. Right. They use Gladius's? Yes. Ah. Uh, uh, yes. You know, not doing any any help for the stereotype that we're always thinking about the Roman Empire, Michael. <laughs> Don't appreciate that. Uh, all right, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors with what, Ghoul Patrol? Yeah, Ghoul no. Patrol. Chris yeah. doesn't know on that? I might just be saying, they're not on fun. I don't, like, I, like, Dave loved to stream it, but like I, I never liked those games. And like you said, they ended after two. Yeah, like I, I also think the second one isn't as much fun as the first one and less fondly remembered, even though I brought it to the table. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, frequency <laughs> and amplitude and yes. technically Guitar Hero Rock Band. It's hard to deny those. It's. It, I mean, they're so... They're like very similar games. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love this one. I think it's kind of... For me, this might go like as the number five entry. It might be like... Let's stick it at number five. Okay, number five. Number five. Um, Contra Super C. Dude, like, to be honest, Michael, I hadn't even thought of this one, and you said that, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, you're so right. Because as a kid, it confused me. Like, I didn't... It was a little confusing. I was, mm-hmm. like, looking for Super Contra, and then obviously you see Super C, and you're like, well, it's the same font, same I mean, dudes. But thank like... God my Toys R Us did not alphabetize their game section, <laughs> because if they did, they'd be at the other end. They'd have to fold in on itself to find Super C next to Contra. But Contra is one of my favorite series. I think it should stay. I think I take Super C every day uh, for my health. You know, it's yeah, like ultra yeah. vitamin it, C. It does sound like a, a drink. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I, when I looked up Super C, like I may immediately just get a ton of vitamin supplements because Super C Google was is name. useless. <laughs> Super C was my name in the Special Olympics. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Never mind. Wow. <laughs> ADHD um, was a category. I. I want to discuss. I'm going to hold on to Rocket League for now to circle back. What? I, can we remove Disaster Report? I, I, yeah, yes. we can remove Disaster yeah, Report. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I, again, think your Final Fantasy Adventure Secret of Mana Pole and then obviously Legends to Saga, Saga, whatever you want mm-hmm. to say, uh, that totally works for me. Like, I would keep it on here as like a number four. Okay. What about Chris? Would you keep that one on here? Sure. As long okay. as Ghosts and Goblins is number one. I mean, that might be... Whoa, what did, this just happened to my doc. I did a number in... Demon's Crest, baby. Demon's Crest. Um, yeah, Galaxian Galaga? See if I can go through that series from memory. So, Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Gargoyle's Quest, Gargoyle's Quest 2, Demon's Crest. Demon's Crest. Yeah, and remember, yeah. Gargoyle's Quest is on two different plat- distinct platforms. 
I'm I'm putting a tentative number one next to that one. I do think that that make definitely makes the list. Yeah, if, like as well. if if you you know weren't reading every magazine and there was no internet, you might not know these series are even connected. Yeah. There, was, there was a new edition of your favorite series out. Like, I, I remember both Ghouls and Ghosts and Ghoul Patrol were like early games that I look at and it's like, that looks an awful lot like this other game that I liked. Is this the same? Are these the same? Yeah. Is this a ripoff? If anybody, Michael, can you define a ghoul for me real quick? Because I just use it to refer to conservatives. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a thing that eats corpses. Is a ghoul, uh, oh. or someone, or someone who Be- people gets use enjoyment it. out of ridiculous things. People who don't things. like to call zombies zombies will call them ghouls. ghouls. Are we are we being sensitive to the zombies' feelings? We don't uh, like to call them zombies. Well, we, oh, be- if you're if you're going to be like ultra pedantic and sound like, well, technically a zombie is a brainwashed slave in voodoo, and like, well, this is hardly the time or place to be pedantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I think Galaxian Galaga and then Galplus or whatever. Galplus. Uh, that's got to make the list, mm-hmm. right? Just to have arcade representation. I don't care anymore. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll put it as a maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, the maybe so far are Rocket League and... Um, man, Maniac Mansion is good. I just don't know if it'll be in the top five. Because there's mm-hmm. only two of them. It would be number one if I was doing the list. What? Mm-hmm. That would be your number one? Yeah. Do you guys think Shinobi deserves to be up there because of the international oh, oh, thing? Well, the, here's, here's the thing. Like, yeah. The Shinobi franchise is incredibly affor- important to me. None of the entries titled Shadow Dancer are. Mm. They're all inessential and worth forgetting. Just because I have very little familiarity with them, but I love the Shinobi series. Right up to the 3DS version. Is that the last one? Uh, but it's a great game. Uh, Shadow Dancer had the dog. I remember that. <laughs> the dog comes back. He comes back in the Does PS2 it? one. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I, I don't know that it it can hang with the rest of these. So right now we have uh, the definites that we've given yep. numbers to are frequency slash amplitude at number five. Yep. Secret of Mana at number four. Yep. Ghouls and Ghosts at number one. I guess. So yeah, we're deciding the thinking. two and the three. So we have. I, I was thinking Galaxian at like three. It feels mm. solid in the middle of the list because it's an older franchise. So we're really looking for number two. Do we want to go Super C, Rocket League, Maniac Mansion, or Shinobi? And I love how Matt has not taken any of our opinions on whether Galaxian <laughs> should be there. <laughs> if, if you but, guys, if you guys want to kill it, you can. I, I, I think, think Rocket League deserves to be there over. Uh, Galaxian. No way. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Um, I mean, in terms of sheer quality of sequel, I mean, Galago is pretty fucking popular, but Rocket League is a, a phenomenon. But but the reason, well, but Galaga was back then too, and the reason I think it totally counts is the sequel far surpassed the, the popularity of the original. Mm-hmm. Like most, you ask most people if they've heard of Galaga or Galaxian, they've probably only heard of Galaga. Like yeah, I, I, I know Galaga way better than I do Galaxian. Yeah, it's the one with the bugs that capture your ship. And I like mm-hmm. Life Force better than both of those. Mm. <laughs> Fair point. And uh, fine, whatever you guys want. Rocket League, Contra, Maniac Mansion. If we've agreed we're going to remove Shinobi, I will remove it from yeah. the list. I, I would veer more toward Day of the Tentacle than Contra, honestly. Okay. Because uh, Super Close C it. 
is a good game, but if, if if we're weighing this on quality of the sequels, like it's good, but it's forgettable. I feel like the really good Contra sequel is three. Yep. And then when people talk about Contra, they're either talking about that or the first game. Mm. So then the only question is for, for number three: Do you want Galaxian or do you want Rocket League? Chris's entry because one, only one can. Miss- I I think Rocket League. Okay. Yes. Making wow. an alliance earlier helps so much. We oh. lost. We lost one of the Fuck best your examples. Game, Matt. <laughs> uh, oh, how about this? How about we kick off Final Fantasy Adventure and put Galaxian at number four? I, look, you, he right. take the control of the list away from him. <laughs> you, you can't be trusted anymore. Why are you married to Galaga? It's 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 like the an, most obvious example of this. It's an evolution of Space Invaders. Come on, it's a ripoff of Space Invaders. Yes, first true. I'll get yes, it straight. Yeah. Uh, but no, because it's to me, it's the most obvious and earliest example of this, where someone was just like, "Hey, I don't need to put a two behind this. I'm going to give it a completely different okay, name." Okay, give take put Galaxy take Rocket League off. Let's get to the rip off new releases. Fine. Okay, <laughs> Rocket League's dead. Galaxy number three. All Remember right, who killed list. it? Everyone. Mm-hmm. Chris did. He's the one who said, "No, we're not the same person." <laughs> Why does everybody keep thinking that? All right, so number five. I'm the one who's who's. Whose waveforms are spiking no. all the time. Right. Number, Wait, yeah, the one who sounds on, blown let me, out. Let's do this Chris. properly. Okay. Number five is frequency to amplitude. Yes. Uh, to, right. if we want to count the rock bands, to amplitude again. 2016 yeah. to harmonics being shuffled off to do Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite <laughs> party? What's it called? I'm old. Uh, Festival. Yeah, something like Festival. that. Don't, don't like forget Festival. that DJ game they did in there that I really liked. Fuser. I love Fuser. Fuser fucking rules. Fuser's like, like I, one of the best toys ever. I was going to install Fuser today. Like, hey, I just want to dick around and mix songs on my lunch break. Like, Fuser's so good. Yeah, I went and I bought all of the DLC for it. Like, whether I like this stuff or not, because it's disappearing. And who knows, it might be fun to play you, around Well, with. you got to, yeah, you got to do that. You got to put fucking Smash Mouth on top of, like, a hip-hop beat. Because mm-hmm. that's what you do. In and make, mix it up with uh, Dolly Parton's Jolene. You got to do that. It's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so give us our next entry at... Number four... Final Fantasy Adventure, which then morphed into Secret of Mana, which was followed by Trials of Mana. They just kept the mana. And then, you know, kind of sub-entry there, Final Fantasy Legends, which morphed into the Saga series. Mm -hmm. And again, throwing the EU players a bone, it was Mystic Quest over there. Mm. Uh, And, like, so the game that we had as Final Fantasy Mystic Quest was, what was it again? Let me look this up real quick. They liked these names and they kept them around and said, ah, just use it for Europe. No one will notice. Mm-hmm. Where, did, where did College Slam end up? Uh, nowhere. Oh. <laughs> Buy it. Yeah, so Mystic Quest Legend in, in the EU, in PAL territories. And uh, in, in Japan, it had the very not condescending title, Final Fantasy USA Mystic Quest. Ah. <laughs> because it's for dumb Americans. <laughs> Who aren't good at RPGs. Is that like when people call it American football and I can tell they're sort of trying to insult me, but I'm just like... Maybe. Yeah, no, they're they're just hoping you understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pro yes. quarterback messy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're not... It's, it's not easy. All it's right. Easy so number... At, at the next entry... Number three... Galaxian is the first entry that then went to Galaga... Which then went to G+. Mm-hmm. Let it be known, I did the opposite of filibuster there. I, put, I let that slide so I could pee. Okay, <laughs> good, All right. good. All right, well, if you have to pee, let's hurry on to entry. Number two. 
Maniac Mansion, the game that got its own TV show that wasn't really based on the game, nope. that then followed it up with Day of the Tentacle. And finally, Chris okay got his way. He complained enough. This well, is I his did. suggestion. Here's what Chris is going to go do. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been number two as well. Uh, the Ghosts and Goblins series, the Demon's Crest, Ghouls and Ghosts, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Makaimura. They, d- they didn't care enough to pick a name and stick with it, so you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Call it a dead franchise if you want. Because <laughs> yes. Sad but true. Anyway, yeah, so that, uh, which that I deeply love. I love all the ghosts. I think they're, uh, ghosts fun. The they're hard as shit. They're mm-hmm. But not cool. not Demon's Crest. Demon's Crest is oh, yeah. like Demon's Crest is fun. Th- that is the most batshit out there. This title has Purple Monkey Dishwashered so far away. Is that the S- is that on SNES or yeah, which one of those Super Game Boy? Was that uh, yeah, well, that's, that's technically Gar- the last Gar- Gargoyles, Gargoyles Quest, Quest Game Boy, Gargoyles Quest Two, NES, NES. Demon's Crest, Super Nintendo. Gotcha. Super Nintendo, and then there's a Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins on PSP somewhere in there. And yeah, Maximum. and then there's a, one yeah, that came out uh, a few years ago for modern consoles. Which I is always what, forget. Was that was? a Ghosts and Goblins or a Ghouls and Ghosts? I forget uh, what they called that one. It was like re- remaster. They, yeah, I think it was they a, call just it a remake. Well, they, they no, they game. gave it a. It's an update in the series, but they gave it a kind of sub- subtitle like that. Anyway, that's been fun. That has been. My suggestion for the new format for the top five. Hope you liked it. Hope you like hearing us stab each other in the back with video I'm a game. revolving platform, and I promise to play up how much I hate my co-hosts in each and every one, Perfect. as if I was having a bad time, Perfect. which I wasn't. All right. So that that's Michael. You take it from here, man. That, yeah. That's... So that's that's been our top five uh, at, at bold new format. Let us know what you think. Because uh, we're, we're just kind of in spaghetti mode, throwing shit to the wall, see if it sticks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you like this and you want to hear... Because my wife didn't cook it correctly. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I'm throwing it at her to see if I it thought, sticks. I thought if it sticks, that means it's correct. Doesn't that mean al dente, but you're not really supposed to... Al dente yeah. just means to the tooth, which means mm-hmm. you can take a bite. No. Just That's not what it means. It means I came home to this after busting my hump all day. I mean, it literally means to the tooth, but fine. I'll to the dente, to mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah. As always, let's just have Matt get his way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, let us, yeah, again, let us know through the usual channels, Laser Time Community, Twitter, etc. If you like this or you don't and you only want to see traditional top fives, just be polite about it. That's all we ask. Anyway, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to get into a bunch of new releases, some news, some other stuff, so stay tuned. And if you like Mist, I don't want to hear about it. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. Because we both wanted to talk about this and the holidays got in the way, but Godzilla Minus One rocked both our worlds, did it not? Oh, dude, it, it's. I, I went into it assuming I would like it. Um, I did not go into it 
assuming it was going to probably be the best Godzilla movie ever. You're not wrong, according to box office or critics. It is yeah, it's pretty it's insane. doing pretty insane right now, and we're it's gonna un- dig into more of that. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just five dollars on patreon.com slash laser time. And welcome back to our second segment where we're gonna just dive headlong into He played it straight. I never know what to do when he plays it straight. No <laughs> jokes this week. We got too many things to talk about, starting with Pal World. Oh my Pal gosh. World. For Pal all your World. Pal needs. We mm. didn't talk about it last week because I don't think we had played. And, you know, it was also like, it's an early access game, so mm-hmm. it's tough for these games to judge. It was an them. early access game that released early on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, and but this is the for those of you going, which what's Pal World again? That's the it's the Pokemon with guns game. Yeah. Although it's, it's it's really not because like not they, they use the guns in the marketing. It's and the guns trailers. with Pokemon. Yeah, well, the it guns, took me about six hours before I was able to craft guns that my pals yeah. could equip. They, they, six hours? I played wow. for longer than that. I have not seen a gun. I picked yeah. up ammunition. It's on it's on the tech tree. You'll you'll get I've there eventually. It. It's it's those special items you can unlock for certain pals. Like some have like a leash to let you ride them, and some are mm-hmm. like give this fucking guy an AK, and he's mm. and, you, and then some of them you can hold and shoot the gun, which is really weird when that happens. Oh yeah, it's a yeah, weird you game. Can use some of them as ammunition. I've seen somebody loading like a, a little sparrow looking guy into a bazooka and shooting it. Yeah. Um, but it's not. I mean, you, you, I but think it's, where you're it's not Michael, a it's shooter. Nothing like poke. Well, but it's also nothing like. It's Pokemon. not a Pokemon game. Like it's eh, it's Pokemon ish. So it's it's, it's a like if you were playing game. a shooter, a survival game in the world of Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's the part we're not saying. Like if you if it's like Ark or Minecraft survival mode or like Valheim, it's, you, or yeah, one of those. Valheim. You you cut down trees, you build things, you craft tools, and there also happen to be a bunch of Pokemon looking creatures running around. Most of whom are non-hostile until you attack them until you attack them, and yeah. and yeah you need to beat them up a little bit to weaken them and then you have uh not pokeballs that yes, you can throw at pokeballs mega spheres yeah well, pal spheres i think they're spheres they're spheres and then there's yeah. mega spheres you craft later yeah mm-hmm. it's like okay so you know if, if pokemon arceus arceus whichever um mm-hmm. is like a modification of the traditional pokemon formula this would be a further modification because it's mostly on its surface one of those survival games. Yeah. The combat is nothing like Pokemon combat. The the mm-hmm. pals are really there, like Michael was saying, they're they're kinda of there to work your base. Their companions it's, are yeah. buffs and shit. Yeah, oh yeah, you, and they're, they're yeah. Animal Crossing slash Cult of the Lamb village you, workers. You throw them out and then they just walk around next to you and if you get into a fight, they will use their powers to help you defeat that yeah. pal, which a lot of the time you don't want to happen because you're trying to fucking capture that pal, and they will just straight up murder yep. those pals yes. before you can capture them. Absolutely. They will not stop until the enemy is dead. That leads me to my statement about the game, having played a lot of it. And I'm not an expert in this genre by any chance, I, by mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination. I've just played a shitload of Valheim on console, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know it's it's Valheiminess is very, very polished. It's yeah for for a first release of an early for access early game, access it's very it's very easy to build and do all that shit for something that incorporates what they're trying to incorporate with Pokemon they're in way over their heads and will I don't think ever will be able to deliver on that I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it right now in the news segment there's a lot of controversy surrounding this title yeah. right now I'm gonna hold that for the news and we can talk about that then but that 
a lot of people's response to this game is more based on their opinions of seeing videos of it or whatever, but like just from a gameplay point of view, in its current state, it's a pretty decent survival one of those things mm-hmm. with a cool little Pokemon-ish mechanic Wait, layered on top. I feel like I'm playing know? an amateur mod adding Pokemon to Valheim. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because it, 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 it's it's very little very little times are where it offers any value to what I'm doing. But this game is like one of I think it's like the second most popular game on Steam. It's breaking it, records. With it like defeated playership. Fortnite momentarily. Yeah. It sold wow. five million copies in less than a week. Which, again, I I just want to say like there's no need to stand up for billion dollar companies. When I say use Game Pass, I'm saying that because I want you to take money away from Microsoft, not give it to them, <laughs> and. The idea that this game sold five million copies when it's free on Game Pass PC and console. And the well, the only advantage apparently Steam is like a release version ahead, even though they have the same numbers. And then uh, the Steam version lets you have dedicated servers with up to like thirty-two players, but the Xbox version limits to like four or eight. And this is one of those games, just like Valheim. I didn't really get into the multiplayer thing, but like people who are super into these games they they play them together and they divide up the workload and be like here you go you <laughs> see what you would or mm-hmm. i was playing it and my girl came over and like what is this and like ah it's the kind of game your son would play if he played games like this and like <laughs> what she's like what does that mean i'm like you know what it means it means like if you want to start out by punching trees and then waiting eight hours before you start doing stuff, that's the kind of game it is. It, well, that's what's funny is my experience with these games in kind of my life cycle, and I'm almost there with Power World. Unless you have friends who can help I, you out. Right. I tend to play these games for about 15 hours each. I like them. Mm-hmm. But then one, at, at some point, the production chains become too long, too time-consuming. I have to mm-hmm. do too much shit. Too, and it's just like... I'm done with this. I had my fill. I get what this game is going for. And if shit's just going to get more complex over time and take longer to reach the next phase or step of this thing, I'm out. Like, like probably what I'll do. I'll keep playing until I beat like this game does have goals. Like it tells you, all right, get strong enough to go fight the, uh, the, the boss in the tower of this initial world. It doesn't tell you like how strong you need to be, like what level Mm -hmm. you or your Mm -hmm. pal should be to fight this thing. It just says, get strong enough to fight it. So I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it, oh, do you think it's crossbow? Okay. I mean, because I, I like didn't die, but it gives you a ten minute limit, and like I couldn't. I'm not going to die. I could do this forever, but I can't do it within ten minutes. I did turn on a cheat that I always enable in Minecraft too, which is when I die, I don't drop any of my gear. Mm. Like I just keep everything I've collected with me. Yeah, I, I was like, well, I want to go with the intended uh, level of difficulty, but like, yeah, corpse runs are bullshit, man. Yep. Yeah, and but they, so they, they drop off. shit. They drop shit outside the boss battle, so you don't have to go in and re-engage the boss. That's good. But but it's it's still like the, the Pokemon stuff works the worst. Yeah. And I yeah, the I, com- and the combat's very simplistic and yeah, kind of dumb. I don't see how that. I, and I'd love to be proven wrong because you know people like No Man's Sky years later can make things come true and everything comes to, comes full circle and works and. I'm not going to be playing this game that long, and I don't think most people will be either. But the, the pal shit that really works is the base stuff, because you want to mm-hmm. find the different types of pals because they can do different stuff at your base. Like yep. they'll, they'll say, like, oh, this guy can chop wood, this guy can water crops, this, this guy like I was, can... I was playing Cult of the Lamb, and you have to assign everybody to everything and hope yeah. they read that message, whereas, like, no, this person by default 
will do this activity without you having to and, say and anything. And then there's an upgrade on the skill tree later where you can t- you can direct them specifically. Like, mm. you go do this Like if you want to. You were to. further than me. I swear I played more than you did. I, I really dug this game. I probably played five or six, maybe seven hours I played total. M- more than that, but I, you know, I'm, I'm newer to the genre. I die. So it's just that like everything... I'm playing the early access 360 version. I had to like reload. 360? You played on 360? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Holy it's not shit. that funny. Uh, like, like <laughs> I had to reload so many times because like shit just breaks. And like the idea that there's yeah. all these things around to fight. If they're not other pals or Pokemon, those things are totally broken and get stuck in anything in the universe. A tiny little foothold. They are so easy to kill. Oh, that's another thing we should mention. There's humans you can fight in this game they're totally broken take every one of them on you can hit him in the back for 45 minutes even the strongest one and he won't move well and then have you been raided yet where one time i was like in my camp and all of a sudden like six humans just showed up and started shooting all my pals and we we killed them. they shoot at my pals which never died and they won't aim at me and they won't move they get stuck in every piece of the environment (laughs) it is if it wasn't early access it'd be a big slam but just like I don't see how you even release this in early access if that's how it works. Like, uh, yeah, that's not some that's that's not even an early access excuse. It just isn't working. Those yeah. things never work. Those but human aspects then, this, never work. It's the first release in early access. It's pretty pretty good for that so far. I suppose. But you said there was like a retail release for PC. Well, not not retail. You got to buy in early access. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was a retail release. Sorry, I mistook what you were saying. But, no, they're, but they, they're like a version ahead. Like, so if if we're on version one point one, even though they're both called one point one, the PC version is. The, but the I, dev to, came it, out in, a testament that. that like it sold, it sold like one fifth of the last Pokemon game because of how curious Insane. Pokemon fans Insane. were to see it. But I don't think it's going to hold their attention for very long because whatever you like about Pokemon isn't going to translate here well at all. These people are in way over their heads. I don't believe it needs to incur the wrath of Nintendo legal because none of you said this shit about Digimon. Where were you yeah. when Digimon came out? We'll hold that for the news. So, so right. Pal World. Pal World. Uh, play, play it for free or not at all. <laughs> hey, here's a game you guys played for free because it got you codes. But uh, uh-huh. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Yeah. My best experience so with far. Like a Dragon I've ever had in my entire life. Ichiban is the best character of all time. and <laughs> I so like this. 100% about everything. Dude. I like this so fucking much. Uh, <laughs> way more than I've ever liked a Yakuza game before because it has its interminable cutscenes and it took... I played it for four or five hours. I'm about to get to an island, like go to oh, where the game to is. Go to pro- Hawaii, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And I have skipped a lot of cutscenes. It's still taken a long time. But the combat I'm still is, in Yokohama, so yeah, the same. combat has never ever been more fun, and the characters have never been more interesting and worth rooting for. I, I love the turn base, and I love that they give them they lean into the ridiculousness of Yakuza, of like mm-hmm. the powers the characters have. It's yeah. just like. Like, what are the weapons you can buy, you know, from, you just walk into the weapon shop in the game is, like, giant massager. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll leave that to your yeah, imagination of what store. that's massaging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. From the adult store well, and stuff I, I, like that. Like, like the like, giant sausage. Like, oh, I know what that's supposed to be. No, it appears to actually be a giant sausage. It's a giant sausage. sausage. Uh-huh. And it's way uh-huh. stronger than hitting someone with the umbrella, which is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, yeah, my the favorite thing is, them, right? what's the, 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 the story reason, like, uh, Ichi hallucinates people as diff- like more fearsome enemies 
Oh, because he was he was a Dragon Quest fan growing yeah. up. Okay, so I don't remember the sense of joy. This sense of joy where, like, you know, gangsters are turning into bigger gangsters. And then, like, it's three gangsters on the street, and they turn into lubed-up, speedo-clad pool boys <laughs> mm-hmm. with inflatable rafts who slip and fall every time oh, they try they and hit the me. Yeah, this is the, the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life, and someone worked really hard on it. This is the only <laughs> game where, like, you'll fight a homeless guy, and his name that pops up when you start the fight is just asshole. asshole. <laughs> just fighting an asshole. But, yeah, I, I like it, it, the, the game, like, the story begins in kind of an interesting place. Like, as someone who played, like, maybe 10 hours of the first game, and... Did not oh, man. get that far. Uh, like, I, you know, the, last I saw, like, oh, Ichiban and his friends were going to Hello Work to try to pick up odd jobs. And at the beginning of this game, Ichiban is working behind the desk at Hello Work, which is the, the Japanese, like, government employment agency. Wait till you see how that actually fits into the class system of the game, because you can get jobs for the characters that are basically... It's like a Final Fantasy where those 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 will be your subclasses for the character. So you equip different jobs to have different combat styles. Mm-hmm. Like the Like a Dragon series, I was telling you guys, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. A lot of cutscenes. This is the most JRPG Yakuza slash Like a Dragon gets, where it's it. L- please indulge them because yeah. it will reward you later with the number of systems in the game like if you are a jrpg fan like job slash class systems you know but it's all with this modern shell on it right it's like it's based in yokohama and and then Mm -hmm. and then honolulu hawaii and it's it's you know this guy who's uh like any good yakuza game he's an ex yakuza (laughs) pretending like he he starts out at the top of his game basically like he is at the high point of his life he works at hello work and his passion is helping other ex-Yakuza find honest jobs. That it, it talks a lot about, like, yeah, the the government's really cracked down. The uh, the Omi and uh, Tojo, Tojo alliances both up. dissolved. These like, were the events of the first game. Yeah. I, I want to like, see a, a movie about this, because it's like, you can't even like get a phone, yeah. apparently. So what he does in the beginning, you can remember. Let me finish. Okay. So, like, 30,000 ex-Yakuza are out on the streets in the workforce, and there there is a five-year prohibition on a lot of things for ex-Yakuza. Like, you can't rent an apartment. You can't get a savings account. You can't even sign up for a phone plan. Uh, yeah. So, so yes, he's all about helping ex-Yakuza find their place in the world, and at the same time, like... Okay, the, and, and and like the the beginning of the game, everybody's like, "Hey, hero of Yokohama, how you doing?" Right, everybody yeah, knows yeah. you. Everybody's friendly. And then he does two things that basically, like, there are two incidents that completely upend his world. Yeah, and and you know, basically, Mega Man him socially, like, oh, back down to zero or Metroid him, however you wanna. Did you guys do that thing where if you didn't play the first game, it's like. You can reminisce. Do you want to reminisce? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. cute. I did. Gives yes. you the, the big story beats, and yeah, the mm-hmm. reason he's trying to find the Yakuza jobs is and that his was the, that, in the first game. If told, you choose to reminisce, that. that is the shortest cutscene you'll ever see in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's basically fuck? just praying at a Shinto shrine to yeah, mm-hmm. the two pictures and, and remembering the events of the first game. But you don't you don't really need to play the first game. I'm sure it, it definitely helps knowing who I'm going to is, go back and play it after this because I have never been so enthralled. Because no offense to Kiryu or anything, but he's a little, you know, stodgy. I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to him yet in this game. But I know, I'm but we we just played the man who erased his name. But mm. it's Ichi is a very much more uh, rootable character. Like uh, you like him instantly. I, I I 
prefer Kiryu still. Ichiban is all about 100% positivity, 100% throwing himself into everything. Kiryu's much more stoic, but Kiryu's mm-hmm. very straight. He's like Reacher, Chris, mm-hmm. our favorite oh, TV character. Yeah. Kiryu's about like, there is a problem in front of me that I'm going to punch until it is solved. Like, that's yeah. Kiryu's way, right? And Kiryu also would never pull off the uh, the nuclear bomb-worthy cringe that Ichiban gets into at yeah. that, the end of that date. I'm going to propose to someone on the first date. Go <laughs> for it. Fantastic yeah. idea. Even mm-hmm. though Kiryu gets surprisingly into and enthusiastic about stuff. Like, okay, not enthusiastic. He's always game for stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, if Kiryu's like, they're like, hey, um... I don't know, try this party line. Call call this party line, and it's really just an excuse to have a mini game in a game. Like, Kiryu will surprisingly be down and just be like, yes, totally, I'm going to do that. And you're like, you're, you're such a serious guy, why would you do this? But mm-hmm. yeah, Ichiban's the opposite. He's like, 100%, I'm here for this, let's... By the way, this is one, it's not a complaint, but one problem I'm having. I played Like a Dragon, the last game with, with Ichi, in English. So I'm mm-hmm. used to all the English voice actors. And the reason I played that was because... Oh my, George Takei played nice. one of the English voice actors. I usually play Like a Dragon slash Yakuza games in Japanese, so I'm used to the Japanese Kiryu voice, mm-hmm. but the English Ichi voice. I am currently playing in English. I'm going to have to make a very difficult choice later on. I've never had the option to hear Kiryu in English. It's always yeah. Not at since least the by the very default. first game. Right. I am so used to the Japanese voice of Kiryu. I guess I'll just flip over to Japanese when I reach the Kiryu sections. Like, I might be going back and forth between two languages in this, just because I'm so used to it. But I should, by the way, God, forgot to do this up front. I work for Sega. This is a oh, Sega yeah. game. That's how I got these guys' codes. I don't Cold work disclosure. on these games. I'm just a huge... If you've been listening to the show for years, you know I've been a huge fan of the series even before I started working for Sega. But yeah, so caveat there. But... uh I really like this. I, I love uh, it. I love it's it. getting I'm, phenomenal I'm, reviews. It's just like the last one. The last one got great reviews as well. Um, yeah, I love it. it. It's a much more... Every time I'm always surprised by how silly it is, and this one still somehow has is having more fun than I expected. Uh, also, great. can we move on? Or yeah, 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 yeah. So a bunch of other stuff came out this week. Uh, Little Guardsman is a surprisingly fun game. You guys like, uh, you guys like Papers, Please? Nope. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I get why it's important and cool. I didn't like playing Papers, Please. That uh, would you like a less stressful, more cartoony version of Papers, hey. perhaps? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's less reading? Uh, yeah, lots more talking. Um, lots more <laughs> whimsical characters coming okay, up. You lost to- me again. You lost me again. Whimsical lots characters, not a fan. No, 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 no. Talking, the talking mm-hmm. bit. Talking. Yeah, there's lots I of talking. Well, play the game. You know, the thing is that you are a... Uh, a little girl in a fantasy kingdom, and your father is a gambling addict, and he wants you to man the guard post for him while he goes off and gambles. And so you have to, you, you, visitors to the city gates come up, and so you have to interrogate them or use a variety of like x rays or other tools on Navigate them. Navigate through and- a series of Monty Python references. Mm. No, not not. I haven't hit any yet. <laughs> okay. I, I have hit a a woman who came up and uh, did like her whole introduction, like as a big Disney s- singing number. And oh. uh, you start to notice as she's singing, like there's like blood all over her dress. What's going on here? <laughs> and, 
Yeah, like you, you, you scan her with an x-ray and you confiscate a blowtorch and seems like a problem let the mm-hmm. bloody lady in mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's so got yeah, blood can, coming out of that. her eyes out of her wherever i don't know uh-huh, uh-huh. that's an actual quote he said by the way yeah. Yeah, yeah i remember uh but the the uh things that you do have an impact on the story and the the city and and you will be informed of like oh yeah because you didn't let this character in uh, there was a run on the bank and rioters burned it to the ground and he's angry. So he didn't donate anything to its reconstruction. Uh, it's stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's, it's fun. Um, and hmm. yes, if you like, if you want a cute point and click style adventure that is heavily influenced by papers, please, uh, by all means, give little guardsman a look. Uh, also turnip boy robs bank. Yes, yes, he does. Did you play the original Turtle Boy? I did not. I didn't either. This one is a roguelite uh, where you basically, you're, you're Turnip Boy and you rob a bank over and over and over again. And as, <laughs> yes, you, uh, yeah. as you rob it, you will find other weapons that you can take back to your base and turn in to develop better weapons that you can take back in. Uh, to get further, like, in the bank. Yeah, so you, you're, like you're, yeah, you go in, you shoot guards you find vaults and then you're like oh okay i have to go back to base and order some c4 from the dark web or right. so like a laser point or whatever i need to get through this next bit and it gradually and there's like, like a timer every time you yes. rob the bank the cops will eventually show up and you yeah. can't kind of beat them you've as got like made. three minutes and you can extend the timer uh you can mm. extend a bunch of things you can get more healthy you can uh, get more health you can shoot more bullets better bullets whatever um it's it's fun. I haven't figured out like eventually I know that like the bank is going to expand. I haven't figured out how to make that happen yet. You rob it bigger. Yeah, I guess. But like, oh there's there's like somebody complaining like there's an acorn loitering over where I'm supposed to expand the bank. Can you go talk to him? And I go talk to him and he's just like, Hey, what do you think of my property? Isn't this cool? And like I can't figure out how to make him leave. Well the other thing we should say too is like this this series, I guess, I didn't play the first, but like this one, really clever writing, like really mm-hmm. funny and yeah. kind of whimsical stuff. Like that's part of the charm for me. So it's kind of like, um, but it's Enter the Gungeon, a yeah. little bit of Enter the Gungeon gameplay with some really kind of with, with layers of comedy on top of there with with the Turnip Boy stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and Turnip Boy is like this this little wide eyed innocent character who just immediately gets recruited by criminals. The Pickle and, Gang. Yeah, the Pickle Gang. But uh, Turnip Boy does not talk. He just emotes, and people pick up on it, and uh, somehow he's a hardened criminal who kills people. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so. he, he evaded he had tax evasion in the yeah, first one. So, yeah, it's tax evasion. That's right. Anyway, but uh, it's fun, it, and it's on Game Pass, and it debuted, I think, day one on Game Pass. Yeah, so. obviously, the, the big release, and the other big release this week, huge release, Tekken 8, which we haven't played. Have but not played yet. We will we get into it this weekend. Demo was fantastic. Fantastic! The reviews are fantastic. This game looks uh, great. It's yeah. really exciting to see Tekken talk like this. Talked about like this for the first time since fucking three. I think yeah, you just keep named a new podcast. This is Tekken Talk with Chris Antti. Tekken Talk, talk baby. Tekken Talk. Tekken is uh, fun. I, I'm new here and I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Tekken's great. I like I like the bowling mini games. Like the bowling is great. Yeah. Chicken. Like the chickens. Mm-hmm. The chickens. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mokujin is neat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I saw this. I uh, wish this would have gone in it. Uh, no. Okay. I'm done. There's that cool Brazilian fighting style mm-hmm. where they dance and hit each mm-hmm. other. 
Eddie Gordo is actually quite yes. slim. Uh, I think <laughs> right? we've bored yeah, the yeah. audience <laughs> enough by just rattling off names and Oh, concepts. you want to bore them even more? Let's talk about Apollo Justice Ace. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I kid. I kid. But that I don't. Jesus out. Christ. So which games are included in that? Um, 14 episodes of Apollo Justice Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright colon Ace Attorney dash dual destinies, mm-hmm. and Phoenix Wright colon Ace Attorney dash Spirit of Justice. Right. And so the, the two previously DLC only special episodes. So 16 episodes total in this thing. Ooh, getting spepisodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. A couple other smaller releases. Graven from 3D Realms. It is a first-person 3D uh, action RPG where you're like some sort of priest who gets exiled into a town in a swamp that's Wait, being overrun by Nukem monsters. people? Yeah. Well, 3D Realms was the Duke Nukem publisher, developer? I forget. How is no one... It, it, this is the first I'm hearing of this thing? Like, really? You'd huh. think that something yeah. from 3D Realms would get more you'd think. pub. But huh. uh, it looks... It, it, it gives me Valheim vibes. Like, the the uh, visuals are like a very conscious throwback. Like, Dreamcast quality. Valheim was was the voxel thing too, wasn't it? Is this is this voxley like Valheim? Uh, I don't think it's it's voxley. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's it's fun. It's uh, it's pretty competent for what it is. Even though the the reviews when I looked at it on Steam were mixed. Uh, and finally, mm. Love. Ah, oh, been meaning to watch this great series on Netflix. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see it. Is Love. that the one where the girl from the Community bangs the guy from uh, who's the voice of Comedy Central? No. I, I think it might be Angelette. <laughs> yes, that, that long ago. I mean, His it was the old magic guy. trick ever. <laughs> We're talking about Kyle Kinane. Mm. Kyle Kinane, one of my favorite comedians. Comedy Central. Uh, so, Love is a uh, is a platformer that I first heard about because it was being offered for free on Epic. As they're like, you know, they they give away like a free game every week. That's and, how they get you. And that's like, the, here's a new release. It's free, and it's a very minimalistic platformer. Uh, like, like stick figure minimalist, but, mm. uh, you know, despite looking like something that you'd play on like a Commodore 64 or earlier, it's pretty oh. good. But if you, if you just want like a pure platformer experience and if it's, especially if it's still free on Epic, check it out. Um, is this like mm-hmm. an iDarb situation where it's like, looks like a ColecoVision game, but but I draw a red box. Probably, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I don't trust anybody's creativity who names their anything love. <laughs> it's love in all caps. <laughs> I want this to be ungoogleable, no matter how good so, it is. So it is it is free until the twenty fifth. So by Grabbing the time it. you hear this, it will no longer be free, but it will be three dollars. So still, that's. It's for what it for what $3. they're charging for it. It's a pretty good experience. I need my three dollars, man. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all of the new releases. So let's move along to Everybody, there was an, <laughs> a sort of norm. I was kind of channeling norm there a little bit. Hey, 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 hey. Settle down, prostitutes. 
<laughs> Xbox, Xbox. You heard of Xbox? Uh, developer it's Direct 2024. Here's uh, they announced a bunch of shit. Uh, probably the biggest thing um, that uh, people were buzzing about. Didn't like the name, but people liked how Indiana Jones and the Great Circle mm-hmm. was was officially shown. Who gives a we shit about was, the name. When is a we name machine matter? Games. Well, yeah. What's what is what's in a name? I mean, we it's no Dial Destiny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Who are they talking about? Temple of Doom. Mm. Okay, that one's great. Yeah. Last Crusade. Great. Kind of. Let's be honest. It's anything after three, not so good. Mm-hmm. Crystal Skull. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, new, new game looks great. Machine Games. Uh, we found out Troy Baker is doing the voice of very, Indiana. very good. A, a lot of people hate it, but I'm like, shut I up. I thought it was really, very good. You don't want Harrison Ford doing because that because I saw the the. Indy 5, and like, this movie would be awesome if not for Harrison Ford having to be in it, <laughs> slowing it down with his oldness. And <laughs> instead, his face is here, and mm-hmm. uh, we gotta get to this thing. Like, Indy never talk like that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Who's gonna, we, we gotta get to the uh, Bromo before I gotta get to my dad's grave before we can go to the Nazi Germany camp. Yeah. You know, I was gonna be a carpenter, and then Star Wars happened. In, uh, Indiana anyway. Jones is a character who doesn't work outside of a ter- certain time period, so he needs to be younger, and he looks like Harrison Ford. I'm very happy. I am of the belief Indiana Jones has no life at all outside of video games. None. None. It's, it's also well. I mean, maybe if you do different actors, like you know, you had what uh, young Indiana like Jones young Indiana or, Jones that nobody watched. <laughs> like, River yeah. Phoenix, that was great. Come on, yeah, or, or that was in the movie. That was in the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you'd, you'd have to find like Alden Ehrenreich was okay kid. in Solo, but like you'd, you'd have to. Find George Lucas was also cramming history down your throat with that series. Yeah, so absolutely. You know. yeah. But um, uh, it looks great. It's first person Indiana Jones, so it breaks the trend. Like most Indiana Jones games have been adventure titles point and clicks mm-hmm. or third person kind of platformy basically tomb raider ripoffs let's be derpy honest. derpy versions of indiana jones and first person gives them the option to be less derpy and this is well it gives them the option to be more shooty and mm-hmm. uh, punchy and whippy yeah, and whippy and, it, and it's the same team that does the wolfenstein games yeah, and i games. like those yeah mm-hmm. yeah so this explains yeah. why we're not getting Wolfenstein recently, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. It's, it's looking really strong, and it's first party, meaning it'll be part of Game Pass, and so yeah, looking forward to that. Just like Sinuous Saga, mm-hmm. Hellblade Two. Hey, this would call qualified for our list, I guess, except for the subtitle part. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game we've known about. God, I feel like they announced this like four years ago with that really trippy trailer where they were just like chanting, hey, singing. Oh, yeah. Give the people time to make their 90 minute game. it's actually a reason i've always looked forward to playing that game is like hey i hear that game's not too long i really should play that Um, yeah you can play it like in the time it takes to watch braveheart and don't watch braveheart uh the sequel may 21st 2024 it's coming soon so the not to scare you guys but that's only four months away what yeah so uh that game is finally arriving it looks solid it game looks like it, they've been using this for a while as like a visual showcase for the series x and it's like yeah game looks photo real um which i guess you can do if it's only 90, 90 minutes long you, yeah. can, <laughs> you can really load those assets up um uh, avowed is the new game from obsidian uh and they did give a release window of fall 2024 for that um i'm the last fan. boss is to find a new name <laughs> ah. <laughs> 
there's been this is one of those names where I'm like I could have sworn this game's been released already three or yeah. four times, mm-hmm. but like I feel like there's I, a B side of like Chris Cornell screaming this out. Like, does this really have to be the chorus? Oh, man, rest in peace. Why'd you got to bring up Chris Cornell? Avowed. Anyway, oh, it sounds so Avowed. rocky. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Um, but I love Obsidian and their work, and it's what was at Outer World. The Outer Worlds was mm-hmm. them last time. Yeah. That's the last thing we've played from them, or at least that I've played from them. So. Uh, they had a, a smaller game recently. Pentiment. They did that game Pentiment. Oh, that, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they've done small things, but this is this is their first kind of big, big RPG. Yeah. But Pillars project. of Eternity 2, at least, is theirs. That's theirs, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, and then Square showed off some more uh, Visions of Mana. I fucking love that Trials of Mana. Um, you can't say remake, I guess, because it was never released in the States, right? But it's a Suikin Duntetsu, Michael, correct me, what's the name of that? It's it's, it's the latest in the Mono series. Like, trying, yeah, um, we're trying to make the Accuracy podcast. No one cares about that. <laughs> Visions of Mana. <laughs> Visions of Mana is looking good, coming this summer. Um, and then, if you are a Civ fan, Microsoft showed off Aura, colon, History Untold. Oof. It's uh Thought I would die of boredom waiting for Indy to come up. It's a lot of Firaxis folks who are the Civ people. They, mm. they formed a new studio, and, and this game looks very Civ-like. So, uh, yeah. I, I do don't. not mean to shit on the game. It's just very, 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 hold on, very, 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 very not for me. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. You sound like the people, next news story, moving along, that have been complaining about Pal World without even playing the game. Mm. Pal World, probably I read more about the controversy about this game. that makes sense, because, like, if people... We called it a non-troversy off mic, and I think that's I a like very that. good like a very good, good name for it. Yeah, yeah. This game made every effort to pull in Pokemon fans. They deserve to have people mad at them, <laughs> because this is not a Pokemon game in any way. I mean, on yeah, when you look at those trailers, you're thinking Pokemon stuff, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's this game very much plays nothing like a Pokemon game. And of course, all right, so look, this isn't the first game to rip off the pocket monster idea, which, reminder, Digimon came first, right? But mm-hmm. like, just having that doesn't what was mean... The, there was another one that came out more recently, though, wasn't there? Like a Pokemon ripoff? Oh you, God! Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Mentioned it's, on, earlier. It's, it's on Game Pass. Um, shit, I, I'm totally blanking on the name. But yeah, but that's that's more of a Pokemon game than this. The, the main reason people don't rip off Pokemon is because it's hard. Mm. It's hard to get that level of balance in in, in like a a non early access environment, and you're mm-hmm. seeing that with an early access game. Mm. To explain a little bit more about the controversy, so like, there's no denying there's these, a billion controversies. The, these monsters yeah, a look a lot like Pokemon. They're and, styled like Pokemon. I, I there's no it's a very inspired by conscious yeah. imitation. There's uh, no reason why that shouldn't be allowed. But there, there is. Well, I think you know if Nintendo, like, like Nintendo, is a very well has a very well staffed legal department. Right. If Absolutely. they think that this is worth suing over. Believe me, they will. And they don't need you volunteering to go after the <laughs> yeah, developers. Yeah, like, And I, we knew about this game up to two years ago. They the, were very upfront it was coming out. Yeah, the controversies that I'm aware of, specifically, number one, we're saying that not only are the designs similar, they actually stole the, the assets and models. And, which and used be, AI to do it. Yeah, which would be a pretty bad move on their part but you know i've also seen people saying like no these are clearly different models they they just made new models but with you know inspired by the 
old designs. Fine. Uh, the other one is AI. And I have heard that like the CEO of this company has been very enthusiastic about AI. But they, so far, there's been, AI. There, so far, there's been no proof that they have used AI in this game. So, but still, there's there's a billion games on Steam tomorrow mm-hmm. that will use AI, and no one will be gone going after them with this kind of. Yeah, fervor. we just talked a few weeks ago. Steam came out with official policies like this is how you're allowed yeah, to use I'm AI not, versus I'm not, not saying it's okay to use AI. I'm just saying I don't. No, think no, this I'm not. I'm not uses like, it. We all know how we feel about AI. Like mm-hmm. we like real artists to have real jobs. Yes. And if you haven't seen some of the stuff I've been posting on social media, like. AI is just silly. Like, it makes me a bad artist. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that AI art is like dreams and that it's really funny. It's really fun to sort of visualize the stuff that happens in your own head. Yeah. When you're looking at what other people do, when other people start telling you about their dreams or showing you their AI art, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. And I, I understand why people would suspect that because a lot of this feels like AI. It is hard to believe someone made a game this intricate that works as well as it does, but it also like I would be very surprised if AI could make a game this intricate that works as well as yeah, it does. That yeah, is yeah, all yeah. humans. I'm with you, but I'm but I'm again like I'm always stricken while playing it and I do kind of like it that like some everything works but the Pokemon stuff. The Pokemon stuff sucks. And like if you wanted a Pokemon game. But I think the the controversies are a little bit silly in that it's like, yeah. okay, so if you're getting mad that this game's derivative, please allow me to show you 95% of games on Steam, especially from small developers. Like, th- this developer's last game was super derivative as well. Like, that's just part of part of steam and part of part of small indie based games well it's not it's not just that it's just like this game was number two most concurrent played game behind fortnite a game that literally stole its entire thing from PUBG. that's not how the games industry works it was like that one deciding lawsuit with data east and capcom you can't have the only fighting game character who throws a fireball that will never be protected. Nintendo m- might be able to win in a lawsuit and scare people like uh, Pocket Games Pal World out of existence. They can totally do that. It's going to be a lot harder that they made $200 million in one week. Mm. Now they have a reason to incentive to fight forever. Uh, but but Nintendo, there's no way they didn't see it. The only thing I, th- I thought that was raised a red flag for me, the, f- the former Pokemon lawyer right, for yeah. 15 years said like, I can't believe we didn't put a stop to this. Yeah, mm. so it just um, looks like we we like we'd see a thousand Pokemon ripoffs every week, and I, I'm just surprised that this one got as far. Yeah, as it I, I believe the Pokemon legal team is so efficient. We don't hear of most of the Pokemon ripoffs that are mm. on their way to market. But but again, they don't they don't need your help. They, they, they don't pay, need your help, and you really don't need to shit lawyers. on developers for making yeah, stuff. Or, or send death threats to developers. Yeah. Like, don't do that, certainly. Like, Who if deputize you, feel- you as the yeah. <laughs> intellectual well, might, property the police? Sound, cue the sound. I'm going to have the sound on, on speed dial. Only It's only game. <laughs> Why you have to be mad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you have to be mad. Oh, wait, this is why you're mad. Because if you really want to get upset with this game... There is something you can get excited about. So one of the controversial things about the game, and this is bad, um, you can not just capture pals, you can capture humans. Oh dear. And then use them as basically slave labor in your base. Like you oh can no. assign humans to do the jobs on your base. And you can 
So there's a feature in the game where you can slaughter pals that you don't want to like get stuff from them. Like, oh, I want the meat from this chicken looking like pal. I'll get that. You can slaughter the humans. You can straight up craft the cleaver, slaughter the humans. There's a pal specific, a Pokemon specific cleaver you have to unlock. Like, if you want to get really upset about this game, be like, yo, why the fuck did you leave that in your game, dude? Like, that's... Uh, that, that might be patched out in later <laughs> I know it might that be out. something they didn't think to do. This, this, this game is going to be the biggest form of abandonware I think we've ever seen. We will not be talking about this game in a month. Because it, it, it doesn't have any bona fides to keep people playing. Uh, again, I'm shocked by the amount of polish it has for an early release survival game. But the Pokemon aspects are terrible and don't work. And <laughs> but I don't think that's the thing is they didn't really set out to make a Pokemon game. They no, set out to all. make a game that uses things that look like Pokemon in an entirely different way. It is it is very cynical. And like we had a little discussion on 302010 last week cuz I love talking about Mickey Mouse being public domain. Public domain and what what do you want to say in this case? Intellectually distinct characters properties are not a license to print money. Aaron Eckhart's I, Frankenstein, came out 10 years ago. Frankenstein's monster is a public domain character you can do whatever you want with, and they did, and it sucks, and nobody paid attention to it. Mm. This is kind of the first big Pokemon thing to slip through the filter. Nintendo's going to see more and more of that, and I have to imagine they didn't go after this because of Nintendo has no interest in this gameplay type. Hmm. But if if they think those designs are close enough to theirs, they I'm, I'm sure they'll. Yeah, go I mean, after Nintendo them. doesn't go after DeviantArt and mods for Pokemon stuff. Yeah, like, but DeviantArt uh, and mods aren't making millions of dollars. It's true. It, it's absolutely true. I could be wrong, yeah. but I don't think Nintendo has a claim at all. No matter what people are digging apart and looking at models over, you are allowed to have Pokemon-looking characters in your universe. That's always been a thing. You will always be smaller and less than. Pokemon if you decide to do that but there is money in being mistaken for that product and that's when Nintendo can come in and this is too much like ours it's being presented like a Nintendo product but it's kind of not it's called it's Pal really, World yeah. it's it's yeah they've covered their asses they're good and and, and the same way of uh, fuck the other game we <laughs> talked about that totally ripped off Pokemon earlier and earlier a few years ago. It, it doesn't matter. The, the ripoffs should exist and they should be creatively resigned to being ripoffs like I Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. This what this did not elevate the material. This didn't do anything interesting with Frankenstein's monster. Who cares? We never talk about it again. We but Power won't World talk- does. I, I think Power World like does. Oh, you do. The, well, the mechanic of assigning them to your base, like of like, like Pokemon games, don't let you do that. Where it's like, hey, I, I just it, Cult of the Lamb was one of my favorite games ever, and if it yeah. had like stats, where like, oh shit, I have a lot of crops, I need water. Let me get more water types to water yeah, my crops. Totally. But right now, it's so broken. I have way more of everything I need. I have nothing that I don't need because yeah. the game doesn't tell you how to do any of that shit. If Nintendo wants to go after them, and, and a surefire way to get a company like Nintendo to go after you is if, like you guys said, if all of a sudden you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, then Nintendo mm-hmm. will be like, yeah, now we might need to shut this thing down. Right? It, it's because- true, but like I think this genre is fundamentally Nintendo-proof. Nintendo doesn't like experiences that let you define it to this degree. 
Well, I think Digimon has proved over. The, well, Digimon was first, but okay. What are what are some other of the Pokemon? Uh, you likes guys that came mentioned out one earlier in the show. Ba- is Bakugan. Uh, oh, 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 Yokoi Watch. Yo, Yokai uh, Watch. Nintendo didn't sue, Watch. didn't yeah, sue yeah, Yokoi that's Watch. You, Nintendo owns Yokai Watch. I know, but it wasn't the end of the Pokemon series. It didn't mm. br- like. It was very clearly seen as an interesting me too. It ran its course. And people still play Pokemon. Yokoi Watch is mm. not a global phenomenon. The game we were thinking of earlier, Temtem, is is much more of a Pokemon like, and that game's been around for years. It, it yeah. was on it was on PC first. Nintendo and I doesn't think it's own the genre. They don't own the character types. They don't own any of that. And none Cassette of you should be championing that. There's a lot of there's a lot of games that derive Pokemon like mechanics. And yeah, Nintendo doesn't own the rights to Pocket Monster style gaming. But this game again is not even that. But there no. is other stuff to get. You know, that's controversial. But moving on, because Pal World, I disagree with Chris. I think we will keep hearing about it. I think it has potential as an early access game. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, everybody. Matty Al here at ease. Just a bit of a heads up. This next news item covers industry layoffs, and it will become obvious while listening that we recorded this prior to the big Microsoft layoff news on Thursday. So... That's why it's not mentioned. We're not ignoring it or anything like that. It's just the nature of recording a show earlier in the week before all the news has had a chance to hit. Anyway, that's all. Back to the show. Moving on. So GDC every year does kind of a developer survey. And those surveys always do reveal some interesting stats. Now, one of the things that kept happening last year that... You, if you follow the industry, may have noticed, like, I don't necessarily put in the news because I don't like getting depressed, but there was a lot of developers laid off last mm-hmm. year. And actually, 2024, we're on pace to uh, exceed that. Like, I think it's like back in 2023, it was something like over 10,000 developers were laid off. So far in 2024, something like 3,400 games related jobs uh, have, have been cut already. So, uh, not great. But yeah, this GDC survey definitely backed that up where one third of game developers in this survey say their companies were hit by layoffs last year. It For me, I'm like, if I put that in the news every time, what can we say other than this sucks? I hope you guys mm-hmm. find a place to go. There's not much mm. to talk about, but I do think it's noteworthy. One third. That's a huge percentage of that's developers. a huge amount. This one we did talk earlier on the show. One thing the survey did reveal. This is shocking to me. 49% of developers said that generative AI is being used in some way in their workplace, and 23% said they had no interest in using it at all. Um, more indie devs, and this makes sense, more indie devs said they're using generative AI, and they, uh, 37%, only 22% of AAA and AA devs are using it. So basically, like the small teams who can't afford to pay a bunch of artists for stuff or whatever, they're using generative AI in yeah, their the, games. We we did a whole AI episode of, of, of Laser Time because I'm, I'm I'm very much for people having jobs. A bon- bonus time. Bonus time. Bonus time, sorry. Uh, uh, but about 50% of the jobs I've done in the games industry could be easily replaced by AI. Mm. So that that is also that is also a fear of mine. Well here's here's this is interesting. So one fifth of AAA devs have said their companies have banned the use of those tools compared to only 9% of indie devs. But this is the kicker. Almost all developers, 84%, expressed they had at least some concern about the ethics of using AI. Yeah, it's an ethical issue. It's also like a moniker issue just because like, 
this thing is AI. Like we've been using tools that learn from us for a very, very long time, and they've only been labeled as AI. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I'm not sure exactly how implemented it is yet. Uh, generative AI is a very specific term. That's different. Yeah, that's and, creating and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I don't know exactly yeah. what that means. Well, but when, when we talk about the algorithms in social media, your search mm-hmm. algorithms, that's all AI. Mm-hmm. That is, that is learning. It always has been. Yeah. Yeah, it always has um, been. They call it the brain. So, you know, blockchain was all the rage a few years ago. Um, apparently, interest in blockchain is down. 77% of developers saying their studio had no interest in it. Only 2% of developers reporting they're using it. So it appears the blockchain thing didn't really catch and on. And that's why I'm games. telling Video Game Apocalypse users exclusively, let's buy it. Strike while the iron's hot. It's low. <laughs> it can only go up. Let's go get it. Go oh, I thought you were going to offer some blockchain tech like you had trading no. cards a la Trump of yourself. Those apes and, and- were bored. <laughs> now they know what board is. They're very <laughs> exactly. We're gonna we're talking about excited apes here. You we're, too we're, can be a member of the board of the excited apes <laughs> the exclusive excited blockchain. Apes. Offer. Join the orangutans of ennui. <laughs> I, I kid only the people who uh, were suckered in by that. But you need a couple thousand dollars anyway, so it's hard to feel bad for you if you're not a patron. This excites me. Last bit from this survey. Um, mm. 8% of developers said they were currently developing games for a Nintendo Switch successor, and 32% dev said that uh, developing for that platform is interesting to them. That seems low. Like, it should be, like, What way was the higher. other option? This is uninteresting or yeah, frustrating? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but, yeah, so 8%, 10% of devs out there already developing for whatever the successor to the Switch is. So, there we go. What a silly stat. Yeah, hey, but that's that's the GDC dev survey. GDC. That's all the news that's fit to play. All right, well, let's move on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting our community. Last week's yeah. question of the week was, what game franchise needs the re-reboot treatment? Uh, from the official Laser Time community on Facebook, Bree Stafford says, I would love to see Nintendo make another stab at rebooting Kid Icarus. The universe yeah. and the character designs are great, and despite the huge misstep made with the first reboot attempt, there's DNA in this franchise for a good modern game. <laughs> I feel that roguelike should be the genre they should try to integrate the series yeah. into. Almost like a lighter Hades was yeah. maybe Pit trying to enter the underworld to rescue Palutena from Hades, the god, not the game I just mentioned. And this time, no peripherals, please. Yeah. Nintendo should have one iconic flying character, please. Hmm. Give me, yeah. and, and yeah, Kirby. And, yeah, oh, sorry, <laughs> he doesn't fly; floats. Yeah, I know. He, yeah, he more kind of like yeah, jumps infinitely as many times as you most need. of Nintendo's it characters curves. fly eventually, but it's at the end of the game, <laughs> Matt, just like Kid Icarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. no, this is that's a good pull, Kid Icarus. Yeah, I mean, because the first boy, my hands are still cramped from that first. first I, I thought it was fun. I love that game. You just had to like put it on a stand on a table or something. Yes, to- mm-hmm. you have to uh, uh, set it down like the way used people used to talk to their iPhones before we had iPhones in movies. Right. You, like, yeah, you set down your thing and you talk you to had, it on the you surface. You had to virtual boy that bad. Yeah, bad boy. You had yeah, to- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see from the threads.net. Artemis Clydesdale says, Contra, let's Great make game. it a rad first person shooter that has you run through all the classic levels in eye catching 
3D. Do you write marketing copies, sir? Uh, really <laughs> emphasizing the guns and their respective abilities. Yeah, uh, pulse pounding guns, please. Put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pulse, pulse, yeah. pulse pounding. Yeah. Yeah. Van like a moving? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Van like move. Van like a moving. Sure. Van like okay. a moving is it saying 3D. Rayman has always been one of the one of my favorite uh, favorites that could use a comeback. The ultra lush 2D reboot uh, from 2012 was amazing and reinvigorated the series. Uh, but perhaps a return of 3D is needed. I mean, yeah, Ubisoft is a machine, and why not have a 3D platformer out there? They don't have anything like that since no Grow Home, no Rayman. Gimme. I mean, you know, they did bring Rayman back for the uh, Mario plus Rabbids DLC. It's and- a tactics no, I'm not, game, I'm not, not the same. Not I'm not the saying same. that. I'm not saying they haven't serviced Rayman well, mm. but like, why let Nintendo own this fucking genre? Don't say serviced Rayman ever again, please. That's why? A man- he was also in Captain Laserhawk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves talking about that. Uh Pat Imbo says Shining Force. Oh. Camelot developed the Shining series for Sega, the standouts being the three Shining Force games. Then they went over to Nintendo to make Mario Golf and tennis games for the next 20 years. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite RPGs. <laughs> this left Sega to take the Shining series in new and mostly mediocre directions, including hey, an awful hey, hey, PS2 hey, hey. action RPG reboot called Shining Force Neo. I'd love to see a return to the tactics heights of the series, but as they laid off 90% of the team at Vespa that was working on a remake, I doubt it. Yeah, Shining, I'd, I'd love to see the Shining Force series come back. I would love to see Shining Force 3 come back in a remastered form, preferably with the chapters 2 and 3 that were never released in the U.S., Officially for Saturn, but uh, I'm doing what I can, even though I have no control over that whatsoever. Don't you dare fucking comment or write me about that, listeners. <laughs> no, no, no. I disagree. I heard from gamers this week they should never have to rebuy anything again, unlike people mm. who bought movies, CDs, uh, <laughs> books. Never, ever, ever should you be asked to rebuy a thing that you like. Mm. Never, ever, mm. ever. Because that's. That's how something gets supported throughout the years. <laughs> Unless it's Nintendo, <laughs> in which case we're fine rebuying it on every platform. And you'll mm. you'll pay sixty to seventy dollars mm. to do for the mm. films. Let's see from the Hell site, formerly known as Twitter. Let's see what Shy Guy Fox has to say. I know some might not consider Donkey Kong Country a reboot since it's yep. in the canon with the original arcade games, but I'm counting it because it pretty much redefined Donkey Kong as a character and a franchise. As much as I love DKC Returns and Tropical Freeze, I think the series could use a refresh. Not really a continuity reboot, but more of a gameplay reboot similar to what Metroid Prime did for that series. I would love to see DK go fully 3D again. While I actually like DK64, it clearly didn't stick. What I would suggest is basically Super Mario Odyssey, but for Donkey Kong. Let him run around a semi-open world and do monkey things. Nintendo just way underutilizes this franchise. Don't they know everything is better with monkey? Look at in their spelling monkey. Monkey, M-O-N-K-E. Uh, no Y in there. Is that how Dennis Hopper says it in the Super Super Mario movie? Look look at the legendary Godzilla movies. They weren't doing that well. Then they added Monkey, and it was a success. And what are Mm. they doing for the next movie? Monkey versus Evil Monkey. Case closed. Isn't isn't that the dump? uh, To me, I could talk about this for a whole podcast. Mm. 
Donkey Kong and Mario are introduced at the exact same time. Jumpman and Donkey Kong would go on. So, like, every single genre Mario pioneers, how can you justify as a company Donkey Kong going doing that again? So Donkey Kong had to take every genre Mario didn't for a very long time. For a very long time. Like math. Math. (laughs) Mario doesn't want to do 2D math or congas <laughs> i almost suggested Kongs. this for the top five this week because you could make an argument that the franchise started out as donkey kong went to mario bros yeah then it was Super named after mario the enemy bros. which is it, it named after the enemy which is a very common arcade thing mm. which doesn't happen so much anymore where you name your thing after the the big villain i think it's kind of neat we should do it again mm. mm-hmm and then, and you'd have much more gatekeepy nonsense Twitter to uh, catch people on. No, actually, it wasn't a uh, Jade Blabbery Blue that was uh, the villain. Yeah, please, <laughs> just please. the protagonist in the. Anyway, we refer to it as the hell site formerly known as Twitter. Please give it the respect <laughs> it deserves because that asshole renamed the site. But yeah, I wanted to put Donkey Kong in the um, unnamed sequels thing Donkey. just because Donkey Donkey Kong has gone. <laughs> Like in a totally different direction than Mario, even though they're together, they're tied. They they were introduced the same place. It's fascinating. It, like you could do a whole fucking series about like Mario. Why don't you ever call me anymore? It's like they started with the crossover and then split the worlds. It's really yeah. strange. Yeah, it's really nuts. And like, what do you do with Donkey Kong? And the best bet has been Donkey Kong Country. And 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 looking into this, it was hilarious that Rare decided. Cranky Kong in the beginning of Donkey Kong Country is Donkey Kong from 1981's Donkey Kong. Yeah. That that Nintendo canonically respect Nintendo doesn't canonically respect anything anybody else makes. Waluigi isn't in Smash Brothers for a reason. Of like it's so weird they've adhered to that because that's how little they care about Donkey Kong. Hmm. Hmm. And let's remember, he's a monkey. That makes him better than an Italian. I've He's heard this. I've been in my, my travels. An I'm an Italian person. I can say this. Yes. Well, technically, Diddy's a monkey. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Jesus, did he parse me on that? Isn't that weird mm-hmm. that they portray them as father-son, but they are two different species? I never like, thought they were father-son. They're, they they're, portray one as like a junior version of the they're other. They're like best buds. It's, it's like, uh, it's like <laughs> Fred <laughs> Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Yeah, I think Chris might be honest. It's more like Batman and Robin. Do you want to sleep in a bed of banana pudding things, Fred? (laughs) 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 All right. We have a video answer from Cody Smith, who says... What's up, Video Game Apocalypse? Cody here, and I am wanting to answer your question of the week. And it took me a long time to think of anything that I could possibly think of. Oh, my God, Halo. Now, I fucking love Halo. I have been playing (laughs) Halo since the original Xbox. I've read many of the books. I fucking love the story. And all I want is more good Halo games. 343 has done a job with Halo, but I could never say that 343 has done a good job with Halo. And it feels like every time they release a new Halo, it's like, oh, this one's gonna be good. And it's never good. It's never fucking good. So hey, please, for fuck's sake, good, now that Microsoft owns Activision and Blizzard, they need to fucking get another studio on Halo <laughs> yesterday. For fuck's sake, please make a new Halo. That's it. Goodbye. I don't want to fucking talk about this anymore. God damn. 
it's it's this wow. shitty reality of um, thank you, Cody. If you're in a boardroom with Microsoft in the next ten years, you're gonna have to decide what's the bigger franchise, Call of Duty or Halo. And I think Halo will lose, and I don't like that because I prefer Halo to Call of Duty. But they're gonna own the best shooter makers in the business one way or another very soon. So I'd I'd predict a crossover. <laughs> You're probably gonna get a plasma sword in the next call. I, of Duty I think game. I think probably the what'll end up happening is we'll just it'll be a benefit to us. We'll have more differentiation. It'll be like, yeah, this is this type of shooter, this thing is I mean, I guess they're already differentiated. One's sci-fi space stuff, the other is yeah. technically current day or recent history modern war or whatever. So Anywho, uh, yeah, good call. I dude, using the fucking achievement pop sound as mm. the uh, the bleep, genius. I do love that he had the rare achievement for a few of those too, with like the little diamonds. <laughs> I didn't hear the diamond. <laughs> well played, sir. Well yep. played. Thank you again, good, for Cody. The video. All right, so new question of the week in honor of one of the new releases this week. What is your favorite? ripoff or clone or like a game that is very clearly aping another game but uh it d- does it especially well um someone else go first uh i could go because yeah please one i love souls games mm-hmm. and it is hard to t- talk about mortal coil like it takes the souls foundation and doesn't deny it's ripping it off but lies of p last year like i like i didn't even throw it in the games the game of the year category even though it was one of my most enjoyable experiences it is an absurd suable ripoff in any other context but like that's for connoisseurs to decide you know what i'm saying like you, you lawyers aren't supposed to say this is too similar to a dark souls game it's for people who appreciate the medium to say, like, this can't be game of the year because it didn't do anything new. It just ripped off an existing formula. And and in my travels, talking to um, uh, friends of mine who have fallen off gaming, I love how many ask about Siphon Filter. About as if Siphon Filter is a franchise that existed Anywhere outside of the shadow of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it, it never did and never continued. Siphon Filter sucks, always has. Uh, even though I know that's not entirely true. But it's just odd that like I have a yeah, a couple of friends who are like, What's up with Siphon Filter, man? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like they made six bad games and then disappeared from the earth. Digimon. Uh <laughs> What did we finally figure out uh, the Pokemon ripoff we were talking about was? Oh, Temtem. Temtem. I thought it was something else. But anyway, yeah. But like, there's plenty of other, plenty of uh, ripoff games for the NES that were like, this is totally fun. Fantastic. Right. I, yeah. I got a, a ripoff that's a bit of a cheat, but hmm. I think it totally counts. It's more of what a ripoff with the art. But this is true of several NES era games. But I fucking love that the cover of Contra is just a <laughs> mashup of the cover of Predator. Yeah. Uh, mixed with some aliens and the little Rambo thrown in there. It took and the public 30 years to notice. <laughs> so don't say yeah. it was an easy thing well, to do. Also, I love that the, since we were talking about Super C and Super Contra earlier, the arcade flyer for Super Contra has the tagline, He's not human. He's not alien. He's the predator. 
Mm. Like, really? <laughs> what? You're really leaning into that one. And and Lance Bean on that cover, like, is totally doing the Stallone in Rambo pose. Yeah. With, like, leaning back with the M60. It is trying to look like the movie you just saw. Like, exactly. the, this is a movie game. They would rather have the movie license and that be on the box than Contra. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, then, and then, yeah, with similar example metal gear that's michael bean is playing uh yes he's he's looking like uh kyle reese this character so the cover of the original metal gear published by ultra well uh, i mean clearly not konami if you see the original sprites for metal gear 2 solid snake like not only yeah michael bean but like or, or i think i think the uh solid snake might be like mel gibson in that, like, mm. it, this is clearly traced from a photo of Mel Gibson. Uh, Big Boss is, like, literally Sean Connery with the beard. Well, at uh, one yeah. point, he then became the Escape from New York uh, Kurt Russell character, yeah, right? Well, Snake, like it, he was always Pluskin. named after Snake Pluskin. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Both, all great ripoffs. A little bit different mm-hmm. than what you were thinking, it's, I think, it's, Michael. It's but. a bigger podcast, but, like, public domain exists so people can rip off things and not be sued forever. And deliver new content to people. It's yeah. not as easy as just saying, like, I put Mickey in my terrible, terrible Steam game, <laughs> which is all I've seen thus far. And Disney will never sue you because you suck. Do you guys know the best, one of the best examples of this that you probably wouldn't think of? Do you remember the cover for True Crime Streets of LA? Mm hmm. The yeah. guy looking down the barrel of the gun. Did you yeah. realize that is. An exact copy of the Replacement Killers cover starring Chow Yun-Fat and Mira Sorvino. I did not, but I know it now. Yes, yeah. it's <laughs> almost the exact same pose. The exact same pose. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. this shit. Yeah, like, rip-offs exist for a reason, so people can play within a medium and get attention. Uh, it's it's worthwhile. Yeah, I will say the first Saints Row is a oh, yeah. very obvious and blatant ripoff of Grand Theft Auto oh, to sure. the point where yeah. I think it's an embarrassing ripoff in a lot of ways because it is it is a lot of it is literally just ticking boxes and it's like yeah San Andreas does this we do this and and it's it's like so much of this feels like a suburban white boy's idea of what yeah. the gangsta life is and it's, and this is what people get like out of GTA mm-hmm like we want more violence and cursing. Like, no, probably more gameplay types and missions. Yeah, yeah. That's and eventually, eventually mm-hmm. that series found its its voice. It did. Yeah, but the original Saints Rose were cringe before the term existed. Like, yes, I didn't know what to call it at the time. I'm like, oh, this is really awkward. And yet they had Keith David on from the start. So. Keith motherfucking David, please. Yes. <laughs> Keith David doesn't discern that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker! No, I'm not going to do you know, I, you know what I <laughs> no. had forgotten, but then I was reminded when I saw a clip of this? He's the dad in There's Something About Mary yeah. that's in there when he gets his, di- his balls cut in the zipper. The, <laughs> the Franks and Beans dad. <laughs> and the mom beans. is Margie Post from Night yep. Court. He's like, get, get in here. You got to see this. That's <laughs> the, that is the first time I remember seeing Keith David. And oh, you didn't see They Live earlier than that, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I probably, I like maybe saw Platoon or some shit like that, but Keith David is now my favorite person in the universe. He's the best. I'm trying to remember. Was that him and Men at Work? Yes. Ah. Yes. Oh. That movie did um, not hold up as well as I thought it would. Uh, no. From someone who owned the seven-foot <laughs> standee in his room because the fucking movie gallery gave it to him. Wow. It really sucks. I had to explain that to everyone who came in my house. Like, why is this here? Because I don't want to decorate for money. 
Because um, <laughs> it was free. Yeah, if you're listening to 302010, you can hear like, uh, Car 54, where are you? I didn't own the movie. I own the mobile. The mobile that spun around from my <laughs> ceiling because <laughs> I just took shit from the video store that they gave me. Nice. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So what is your favorite ripoff? Let us know. Go to the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there you can answer. Or ping us on your social media platform of choice, uh, Twitter, Threads. And Blue Sky, we are at all three of those things, at VG Apocalypse, and we will read at least five of the answers on next week's show. That has been our show. Let's go with some plugs. Guys, what do we got? Patreon.com time! And, like, I love that you mentioned Kyle Reese, because we have a Gremlin show now, but Terminator is the next one. Ooh! Uh, talking about ter- Terminator as a movie in and of itself that didn't spawn a franchise is really interesting to talk about. More interesting than Alien, in my opinion. The grossest horror movie of the 80s that no one ever talks about as a horror yeah. movie, but it's totally... Yeah, it is. It, all of its gore is Arnold ripping stuff out of himself. Out like, of that's, that is the majority of its gore. Cronenberg it is not what happens horror. to other people. It just, it's just... It's so disgusting. But, but and it has an unstoppable monster, right? It's, it's, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a monster. Like it, it, it is a monster movie. Guns. It is a monster movie, and Terminator has taken this reputation as a sci-fi movie, but it started as a monster movie. Yeah. And, yeah, most people around the globe love it and respect it. And I, I, I watch it the least, because, like, I, my dad made me... I'll tell you the story, patreon.com slash Pay five bucks, listen to this story. Very much an alien aliens situation with that one. So, uh, mm. yeah, patreon.com slash time is also where you can find things like our Apocalypse Guide and Spoiler Cast. It's where, if you haven't heard it already, you can hear, similar to our top five format, you can hear us argue about the order of last year's games of the year. It took us yeah. a while this year. We, we got Matt, there. Ma- manipulating everybody, making Love enemies. It. Love it. Ugh. Love it. Uh, and, and yeah, hope you like this format and um, let us know. You know, uh, Michael's going to tell you now where you can let us know. Yeah, as always, again, uh, visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, at VG Apocalypse, or follow me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. That's it was such a sincere beer commercial because it just oh, like every time kids in the hall mystery science Saturday Night Live is over sail away and then like a helicopter <laughs> shot of a of a ship <laughs> the pure German beer sail away <laughs> it was so not funny.